0: You're listening to the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the Huge Radio Network. Help honor the legacy of Mike by visiting michaelsadlerfoundation.org. That's michaelsadlerfoundation.org.
1: And we welcome you all across the Huge Radio Network to the Huge Show. Joe Jason sitting in for Bill Simonson today. And um, when we first discussed uh, that I'd be filling in for Bill, uh, we were talking about some of the topics that would be coming up for today. And uh, however, all of that changed with the... Bad news that we received, because Mike Sadler, the former Michigan State punter, and uh, someone who is local and near and dear to our hearts in the Grand Rapids area on our flagship station at 107.3 WBBL-FM, a Forest Hills Northern grad at 24 years of age, uh, died in that car crash. We found out news of it, but former Michigan State punter Mike Sadler, the four-time academic all-american ranking among the top punters in school history died in that single car accident in Wisconsin Nebraska senior punter Sam Foltz uh, the reigning Big 10 punter of the year also killed in the crash that occurred in Merton Wisconsin and uh, that's according to the sheriff's department in Wisconsin's county there where that city is and they're working they were working on a kicking camp Over that weekend in Wisconsin, police said that Sadler was the driver and that speed appeared to be a factor in the crash. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Foltz was 22 from Greenlee, Nebraska. Also a second passenger, LSU kicker Colby De 21 of uh, New Iberia, Louisiana, was transported by ambulance to the Memorial Hospital for treatment. But the news is tragic, and we're going to focus that today on The Huge Show. Joining me in the studio is not only a former Spartan at Michigan State, but also someone who's part of the Forest Hills Northern family, a graduate of 1988. Mitch Lyons is joined us today mitch we all have heavy hearts today this isn't what we expected to be talking about but here it
2: just kind of smacks us right in the face yeah it sure did got a call certainly wasn't what i was expecting and uh just gut-wrenching and here hear you even you know read that again it just uh makes my hair stand up and just it's an awful feeling
1: anything uh in your memory that uh you had to deal with this as with a teammate or a schoolmate at the time that uh, wouldn't compare even to this at all you know, fortunately,
2: no. I I, I don't I don't recall uh, this happening. You know, uh, just unfortunate. Just you know, anytime a, a young person passes away, but uh, not that one life is worth more than others. But Mike just had so much promise, and uh, it's just tough. You know, it's really tough. Oh yeah, you bet.
1: With Sadler, I mean, his his next chapter in life wasn't necessarily going to be that next chapter that a lot of Collegiate athletes hope for, and that's to make it into the NFL and and kick there. Uh, he was uh, he had completed uh, his uh, work at Michigan State University. He was on his way to Stanford to uh, get a law degree. I mean, the the world was this young man's oyster. It really was. I mean,
2: he was uh, you know an accomplished athlete, obviously, but uh, he came to Michigan State with I think over thirty credit hours, uh, just you know from advanced play- placement classes uh, at Hills Northern. And, uh, you know, he got an engineering degree in three years and a, a master's in public policy uh, within another couple of years. And like you said, on his way, you know, and I, I got a call from him uh, earlier this, this spring. Uh, you know, here, here's probably one of the most decorated academic uh, athletes uh, in Michigan State's history. And he's calling me up and he's, he says, yeah, I'd, you know, I'd really like to get a, a reference or a letter of recommendation from from president simon do you, do you think she, she would do that for me i said mike are you kidding me <laughs> i said of course <laughs> sure, she would do that for sure. you i don't want to speak for her but i'm pretty sure she'd be happy to to do that but that's the kind of kid he was you know he's humble and didn't didn't put himself above above others and and in fact put himself below others and, and that's why i think you see this outpouring uh of respect and uh and just love uh, on twitter and all his teammates and former teammates and You know, he's a special person.
1: Well, for those of you who don't know, uh, a first four-time academic All-American in school history. That tells you about the kind of young man that he was, not only on the football field, but in the classroom. Two-time first-team academic All-American in 2013 and 2014. National Football Foundation Scholar-Athlete Class of 2014. And the 2014 William V. Campbell Trophy finalist for the top Scholar athlete. As a four year starter at punter, he finished his career ranked among Michigan State's all time leaders in punts. Punting yardage and punting average, a valuable weapon on special teams, placing 39% of his career punts inside the 20. Now, Normally, during this time of the show, we would ask that uh, you'd call and kind of give us your thoughts on our MontelConstruction.com huge question of the day. And I'm sure the folks at Montel Construction won't mind at all if we kind of switch it up a little bit and get your reaction to... any of uh, stories that might come your way about the uh, the news of Mike Sadler, and maybe uh, put a put a silver lining on this if you know some great stories about Mike and you knew him from the days at Forest Hills Northern or uh, throughout the network if you knew him and he touched your lives anyway at Michigan State University, we invite you to give us a call on the Miller Line hotline at 866-838-HUGE That's 866-838-4843 Again, the terrible news, Mike Sadler the former Michigan State punter died in a crash he was the driver in a single car crash lost control on wet pavement left the roadway struck a tree he was pronounced dead on the scene Nebraska punter Sam Fultz also died in the crash and LSU kicker Kobe Delahousey who was transferred to the hospital with injuries uh, they were all attending a weekend punting camp And this is a guy who really could have just uh, Mike was a guy who probably could have just uh, rolled it up and said, you know, I'm going to move on to different things. But uh, obviously, he felt he had something to give to the to the collegiate punters and was working with them at a camp and just probably one of many times that he'd done that throughout his post college
2: football career. Yeah, he was you know very giving of his time and uh, you know I I know I one of the articles uh, spoke to the fact that he was back at you know Forest Hills Northern this spring speaking with kids and. Uh, you know, he just it was a giver and you know coach Coach D uh you know tries to instill that in kids down there and uh you know be a light and uh Mike was certainly that and uh continue to be even even after his you know his playing days at Michigan State. Um there have been all kinds of
1: uh, tweets that have gone out from former players, uh people who have uh been touched by the life of Mike Sadler. One that comes to mind was Connor Cook, who immediately tweeted out, safe to say you were the funniest dude I've ever met. It was nearly impossible to have a conversation with you and not laugh at some point. And every other Spartan would say the same. I've hurt for you, your family, and for anyone who's gotten to know you throughout your life because you were truly a special guy. You've impacted me over the last couple of years getting to know you, and I truly appreciate our friendship. If you have a story like Connor Cook, or it might not happen, be one from Michigan State University, it might be from Forest Hills Northern, you certainly can share it with us today. And we'd love to have you on the Miller Lite Hotline at 866-838-HUGE. That's 866-838-4843. Also, we don't want to have anyone get lost in this, and obviously that is... Um, uh, the young man who is also in the car, Nebraska punter Sam Foltz, died in the in the crash as well. And he probably looked up to Mike as some sort of a, a mentor here, and that's got to be tough. You're taking two punters who, have, who are participating in drills and camps and talking about, you know, what it takes to do the job and then to have their lives, uh, the two of them, uh,
2: so sadly ended. Yeah, it's... You know, it's one of those things. Or Mike was a couple of years older than Sam. Uh, than Sam, and uh, you know, I, I know just from going through the process myself. You know, you looked up to the guys that are a couple of years older, even if they're on other teams. You know, the kind of level of player they are. But uh, you know, as as Sam got to know Mike, I'm sure, like everybody else, you're you're caught up by his personality and his bigger than life persona. But he, you know, he just was a guy. And as you as you as you read about um, Sam on on Twitter too, it you know, obviously was well loved in nebraska circles and uh seems like a you know a really good kid and as mike was as well but um you know mike had just that engaging personality and uh and you, know, you mentioned uh, connor's tweet and i know uh william golston uh tweeted a similar thing uh current tampa bay buck but uh you know just said he never had a conversation where he wasn't laughing you know by the end of it sure and, uh, he was just witty you know you in you know a lot of people um knew him personally but through social media a lot of people uh, knew him uh, through his his Twitter takes and whatnot and his, his tweets and he was he was a funny guy man and that's who he was though it wasn't like it was an act for Twitter you know he just was very witty and uh, just just a great sense of humor and didn't take himself too seriously. Foltz, by the way, was a
1: three-year starter for the Nebraska team, and last year he was named the Big Ten's punter of the year. He graduated from Nebraska with a degree in. Uh, May and then uh, led the Big Ten in punting last year with a 44.2 yards per kick, ranked and ranked fifth in school history at 42.6 yards per kick. And this young man was scheduled to complete his senior year. And, boy, you take a look at at a leader like that for the Nebraska football team, uh, we know what it feels like here for someone who's near and dear to us in the, in the greater Grand Rapids area, Forest Hills Northern, and then obviously going on to Michigan
2: state, but that Nebraska football team's got to be hurting right now. Oh, no question. And, uh, that's tough. I mean, a lot of these kids haven't experienced loss and, uh, not that it ever gets easier for sure. Um, but yeah, that's especially, uh, you know, this close to starting camp. I mean, they're a week out from, from heading to camp and it's not going to be as it should have been. And, uh, that's tough, but hopefully they can, you know, rally around that. It, the reality of it is, is athletics seems so small now. That's you know, as you're reading the statistics and <laughs>
1: yeah, it just doesn't kind matter. Of all you know? just kind of missed, just, it's, uh, it's, it's know, kind of white noise a, at this point.
2: Yeah, it's a nice fun thing about life and all that, but at the end of the day, nobody's going to remember what your punting average was. You know, they're going to remember you as a human being. And, and both these guys are uh, you know very highly thought of and will be missed and, and loved
1: forever. Yeah, the um, I guess. Uh, The guys who went down to the the punting camp, uh, the players were serving as staff at the Coles National Invitational Scholarship Camp. That was for high school kickers and punters at a high school in the town of Wales. And so they're there, and you see, they're just trying to give back yep. and 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 show what they you know teach everyone what they have learned over time, and and give them the fundamentals, get a little workout probably themselves at the same time, but having fun, uh, giving that knowledge
2: and sharing that uh, wealth of knowledge they have with all the youngsters. Yeah, I mean, they've all been poured into you know as they were growing up, and it's always fun to give back and uh, be that mentor, that that leader for the younger the younger guys and. Um, you know, that's what they were doing. They doing what they loved. And it's what we all should do. I mean, I, I said this, uh, <clears throat> on the local show earlier today, but it challenges you. Um, even though Mike was alive, you know, he was one of those guys, you looked at, you looked at what he had going on in life and you're like, what do I do with all my hours? You know? Here is a kid that's sure. got two degrees that it takes most people to get one degree, and he's on his way to Stanford Law School, and he's doing all this on the athletic fields. And you know, we all like to make a lot of excuses in life. When you look at a guy like that, it's like, okay, he's busting his hump every single day to make this happen. You know, it challenges you. Uh, and then, above and beyond that, the impact he had on people. You know, aside from all that, all the stuff he had going on his own his own life, he made an impact on so many people, and it's uh, it's challenging. Um, because you know he had nice putting statistics, and he, he was always the first to trump at his yards per carry. So that re- <laughs> but that really doesn't matter now. Uh, you know, it's what what did he leave behind, and what he left was an indelible impression on a lot of lives, and we should all be challenged to do to do the same.
1: What's interesting in being a father of twenty some year olds myself, um, I have a, a mutual friend on Facebook who was uh, writing yesterday about uh, her relationship, I guess it was with Mike and it was, a, they were friends. And, uh, you know, you talk about a 24 year old kid who liked to laugh and have fun and love to eat ice cream and things like that. And that just kind of hits you right in the stomach because then you think like, okay, you watch them on TV. You think of almost like the superhero status or people you look up to, you root for that team, but you realize when they take that helmet off, and they take the pads off, the, you know there are a few years removed from being the kid that forgot to take the garbage out and, and didn't pick up their room and everything else and you just kind of it just kind of hits home to you how how
2: young that man really was yeah it is it's uh it, you know he's just he, he's a kid you know he had a full life ahead of him that's what that's what makes it so tragic i mean we're all gonna go and uh you know i'm a man of faith and i i believe i know where he is and uh but that doesn't make our pain any less and uh it's just tough when it's taken, you know, just ripped, ripped from you like that. And, um, but again, I mean, you know, you can make a positive out of it, out of it by, you know, challenging ourselves to, to, you know, make an impact on others. And it doesn't matter how much stuff you have or how much money you have and, or what your statistics were. You know, what did you leave with other people? And that's that's what I. This whole thing has you know, challenged me. I had to drive back from my cottage this morning, and that's uh, kind of was on my mind the whole time. Is what, what can we do to make a difference in other people, people's lives?
1: The voice you're hearing is that of Mitch Lyons, the former Spartan and also a Forest Hills Northern grad. We're talking about the life of Mike Sadler today, the former Michigan State punter who died in a car crash. Um, and our Montel Construction Huge Question of the Day will not be a question today. It will be an opportunity for you to call us at 866-838-HUGE and uh, tell us any stories that you have about Mike Sadler, either from his high school days at Forest Hills Northern or his days at Michigan State University or even his days following his playing days with the Spartans. Joe Jason and for Bill Simonson. More on the life of Mike Sadler after this.
3: Michael Robert Sadler with high honor...
4: Sandler under pressure to bang one here. He'll take the snap at his 10 yard line. Oh, he'll run it. He runs to his right. He's at the 25 and the 30. He's still looking out at the 40 yard line. Out of bounds with a first down and change at the 49 yard line.
5: Somebody would ask me, you know, how much time I spent in the weight room this past offseason because I think the pipes are looking pretty good. Uh, I got some little worms just crawling around in the- No, not really. Uh, I'm I'm lucky enough to have some fun questions to be asked of me.
4: I, I like to have fun with it. Mike Sadler with his fifth punt of the ball game. Riley McCarron, deep for Iowa. Oh, it's a fake. Mike Sadler running to his right. He's got some green grass in front of him. He's into Iowa territory, and he's out of bounds across the way with a first down and then some, folks. Nico Law knocked him out of bounds. Mike Sadler continues to do great things for the Spartans.
6: Now that my career here is coming to a close, I've had a lot of time to kind of look back and reflect on everything that I've done. and I've been very fortunate in my time here at Michigan State to have lots of success, both as a team and as an individual. I think winning the 2014 Rose Bowl is probably the highlight of my time here, uh, something that hasn't been done in, in decades at Michigan State. Individually, I've also had a very good career. Um, I've been an All-American both on and off the field and really the academic awards mean more to me than anything just because those are gonna be with me for my whole life. We understand that our athletic careers are fleeting and they're not gonna last forever, but what we do in the classroom and what we we will learn while we're here is really gonna be with us for a lifetime.
0: You're listening to the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the Huge Radio Network. Help honor the legacy of Mike by visiting michaelsadlerfoundation.org. That's michaelsadlerfoundation.org. We now continue with the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the Huge Radio Network.
3: Michael Robert Sadler, with high honor...
4: pressure to bang one here he'll take the snap at his 10-yard line oh he'll run it he runs to his right he's at the 25 and the 30 he's still with it on the 40-yard line out of bounds with a first down and change at the 49-yard line
5: somebody would ask me you know how much time I spent in the weight room this past offseason because I think the pipes are looking pretty good uh I got some little worms just crawling around in there now not really uh no, I, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have some fun questions to be asked to me. And, you know, I, I like to have
4: fun on it. Mike Sadler with his fifth punt of the ball game. Riley McCarron deep for Iowa. Oh, it's a fake. Mike Sadler running to his right. He's got some green grass in front of him. He's into Iowa territory, and he's out of bounds across the way with a first down and then some, folks. Nico Law knocked him out of bounds. Mike Sadler continues to do great things for the Spartans.
6: Now that my career here is coming to a close, I've had a lot of time to kind of look back and reflect on everything that I've done. and well, I've been very fortunate in my time here at Michigan State to have lots of success, both as a team and as an individual. I think winning the 2014 Rose Bowl is probably the highlight of my time here, uh, something that hasn't been done in, in decades at Michigan State. Individually, I've also had a very good career. Um, I've been an All-American both on and off the field. And really, the academic awards mean more to me than anything, just because those are going to be with me for my whole life. We understand that our athletic careers are fleeting, and they're not going to last forever. But what we do in the classroom and what we we will learn while we're here is really going to be with us for a lifetime.
1: Welcome back to The Huge Show all across the huge radio network broadcasting live from the Auto Value bumper-to-bumper parts store studios. Joe Jason and for Bill Simonson today. Mitch Lyons is joining us in studio as well, the former Spartan and Forest Hills Northern grad. Uh, the sad news that came across uh, really kind of the focal point of our entire show today will be former Michigan State punter Mike Sadler, who tragically uh, died in a car crash when his car lost control on wet pavement and left the roadway and struck a tree. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Nebraska punter Sam Foltz also died in the crash. He was uh, expected to uh, uh, be one of the leaders on special teams for Nebraska this year, a senior. And also LSU kicker Colby De La was transported to the hospital with injuries. And um, they were all attending a weekend punting camp. It was the Coles National Invitational Scholarship Camp for high school kickers and punters at Kettle Moraine High School in the town of Wales. Uh, That was in Wisconsin. And uh, just so you know, Sheriff's Department public information officer said drugs or alcohol do not appear to be a factor. Uh, The accident does remain under investigation, but there was some rain and heavy storms that came through the Wisconsin area. And um, uh, by all early reports, the indication was that the roads were wet When you have that black ice, and then, of course, uh, you get a little speed involved with that, and uh, you lose control of the car, and uh, next thing you know, tragedy strikes. Spartan head coach Mark D'Antonio paid tribute on his Twitter feed and said uh, that he was shocked and saddened in a statement released by the Spartans. And Mitch, you said, uh, fortunately for you, you'd never really kind of face this
2: with any kind of a teammate uh, through all the years that uh, you played sports. No, I, I didn't. You know, I've had former teammates pass away, uh, you know, years later, but not not in the, not in the moment, not when you're on the team. Uh, fortunately, I never had that happen.
1: Our montelconstruction.com huge question of the day usually centers around various uh, topics, and uh, we get your reaction to any of those topics. But today, in light of the sad news about Mike Sadler. Um, If you knew him, maybe you want to share a story about him, you can give us a call on the Miller Lite hotline at 866-838-HUGE. That's 866-838-4843. We're moments away from Drew Neitzel, who will join us on the Metro Health Medicine guest line, where all of our huge show guests appear. Mitch Lyons with us in the studio, the Forest Hills Northern grad. And uh, we didn't even talk about how this kind of sent shockwaves through the high school, but here's a guy who is... Well known in his high school, father, you know Jared Veldear, another guy from Forest Hills Northern who winds up in the in the NFL, and uh, I'm sure there were a lot of young players, high school players and the like, who knew him growing up in the same community, and uh, to find out this news had to be not only a shock to the whole Spartan uh, family, but also to the Forest Hills Northern family.
2: Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, he's not that far removed. You know, he's 24 years old, so six years ago, uh, you know, he's just finishing up high school. So. Um, you know, I'm sure it was a role model to a lot of young kids in the Forest Hills uh, area, and and then certainly went on to watch him play at Michigan State, and you know have have a lot of success there. So yeah, it's a painful loss for for that community and. You know, beyond that, even in West Michigan, just because uh, you know he, I know he worked out at Jared Valdez's gym and whatnot. With even I remember seeing pictures of he and Kenny Willickis, who's a uh, you know a player down at Michigan State now. Um, you no, know, so he was involved with other kids uh, from the area, and uh, so he's it's just it's a tough one, and a lot of people are missing him.
1: All of our guests do appear on the Metro Health Medicine Guest Line, and joining us right now across the huge radio network is Drew Neitzel, the former Michigan State University guard. Drew, it's Joe Jason sitting in for Bill Simonson today. Normally, we are talking to you about about basketball, but uh, the sad news today has uh, has brought you onto the show. This is not what we anticipated, but uh, give us your initial thoughts when you, when you heard the news about about Mike Sadler.
7: I was uh, in complete shock, and uh, I still am um you know just a a tragic tragic uh thing that happened um not only with him but everyone involved um with all the families involved with the situation but um you know I had a chance to meet Mike um back when he was being recruited or a recruit for Michigan State I was still there met him on the sidelines uh before a football game and you know I'm sure Mitch can attest to this you know. Spartans that come out of Grand Rapids, there's always kind of a special bond there, no matter what the sport is, so I had followed Mike's high school career, his prestigious high school career, and then obviously followed him um, closely at Michigan State, and you always, you know, obviously root hard for Michigan State, but you you root especially hard for the the West Michigan, Grand Rapids, Spartans, and um, you know, he had a wonderful high school career, college career, and you know, I really started to get closer to mike when he moved back to to grand rapids after his playing days were over and was trying to figure out what the next chapter in life was whether it was lunch or you know chatting with him at different michigan state events um trying to figure out what was next and he was super excited um headed out to the west coast for for that next chapter so it's just uh just tragic event and you know my thoughts and prayers are with his his family and friends
2: drew mitch here uh you know, obviously, tough loss for everybody. And one thing that I'd like to, to to do today is just, you know, try to try to celebrate Mike's life. And uh, you know, if you if you could, uh, he certainly was a funny guy. And uh, maybe what are some uh, some uh, a moment or two that uh, maybe you put a smile on your face that you can share with uh, the listeners?
7: Well, he just attracted people. I mean, um, you know, his personality. I mean, you look just at his social media following. Um, you know, people maybe didn't really know him personally, but they felt like they knew him just through the way he interacted with the fans and media. Um, I remember just recently at the last uh, one of the Spartan tailgates here in Grand Rapids, um, Spartan Winter Tailgates, where he spoke and was a, um, given an award, and you know, just just the interaction he had when he walked into the room. He was taking selfies with fans and um just an energetic guy he was he was always happy and always joking um as most of his teammates have made comments uh, over the last couple of days about the impact that he's had on on his life and like i said i i just really started to get to know him a little a little better over the last year year and a half and um you know it's it's tough but he he definitely had a huge huge impact on the community not only Forest Hills Northern but Michigan state and and people across the country
2: yeah, Drew. Uh, what would you say? I mean, it's always tough, but uh, you know, what do you what do you take from this? Uh, you know, seeing a young guy like this, full of promise, that made made such an impact on other people's lives. Uh, you know, what do we take from this uh, to move forward and, and try to honor Mike? Well, I
7: think his legacy is gonna gonna live on forever. I mean, you you already see the impact. Um, you know, through the football program and the the Michigan State community. Um, but you know just it, he's just such a great great guy and you know not only a great athlete but student and and person um you know the 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 world lost a special special person a very talented person and uh but but his legacy will definitely definitely live on through through the Michigan State community
1: drew is there any is there been any other time that you can remember that you knew of somebody who was so close to the or at least so close, maybe just a slightly removed from the Michigan State family, or even a high school team. That th- that uh, this has ever happened in your life, or is this the first time?
7: Uh, not to my knowledge, um, you know, not, you know, I haven't haven't experienced anything um, like this or, or this this close. I mean, and you know, obviously, I didn't didn't play with Mike, or you know, um, you know, at Michigan State. But obviously, like I said, there's a, there's a connection. With uh, West Michigan Spartans and, and athletes that play their high school ball in Grand Rapids and move on to Michigan State uh, a close bond there, um, no matter what the sport is. so it's, it, it's tough and um, you know but you know I think prayers and, and thoughts need to be given to to his family that are going through this difficult time and as well as the, the others that were involved in, in the accident.
1: We're talking with Drew Neitzel, former Michigan State University guard, and we're talking about the tragic death of... uh Michigan state punter Mike Sadler who died in a car crash. Uh, Drew if you can give us a snapshot into not necessarily with, with Mike's situation but maybe the relationship that basketball players and football players have with one another on campus because uh, that might shed some light onto how the entire uh, how the entire Spartan nation is is hurting right now. Uh, you guys are obviously in great support of one another but how often do you see uh, some of the some of the other teammates or some of the other Spartans from uh, some of the other major sports at the university
7: yeah we, we, we would see those guys on a, on a regular basis uh, throughout the day You know whether it was having some of the same classes, whether we were at the, the Claire Bell Smith Center, um, going through tutoring or study study uh, hall sessions, uh, whether we were in the training room, um, at, the, at the Duff, um, you know getting treatment and football, basketball, you know um, hockey players, I mean all the athletes were in there, whether we were in the weight room, uh, working out, and we would we would work out at the same time as the the football team, and some sometimes even work out with the football players. So I mean, it, it's 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 a close group. Everybody kind of knew everybody, and um, so so I think all of you know Spartan Nation, especially the former players, um, are all feeling um, feeling it right now.
2: Yeah, that, that's a good point, Drew. I you know I think back, and I think you know part of what draws us all together is at the end of the day uh yeah we're athletes and uh, we're focused on our sport but we're all fans too and uh, for me i grew up a michigan state fan and uh, i think you did the same but when you go down there and uh, i mean those for me the guys on the basketball team you know i liked hoops so you know i gravitated to those guys and got to know them and um i would assume it's true uh vice versa for you guys as well and so um uh, you know hey just uh hang in there brother and uh you know let's just keep pulling together and uh it's gonna it's gonna get uh, better over time, but te- definitely a tough one. And uh, prayers up for uh, Mike's family for sure.
7: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, thoughts and prayers are with with Mike's family and and friends. And um, you know, hopefully everybody can can get through it. But Mike's Mike's legacy will will definitely live on through through Spartan Nation.
1: Thanks, Drew. Drew Neitzel with us, the former Michigan State University guard joining us on the Metro Health Medicine guest line where all of our guests appear. It was interesting, uh, Mitch, what Drew was talking about, about how the football and basketball team, they see each other whether it's working out or in classes together. And then there's the other part of it, too, where the the, the football players, how they get a lot, you know, kickers and punters are always kind of given the business <laughs> by by the rest of the guys in the football team. It seems, though, that Mike Sadler found a way to maybe Deal with that, and that was through his humor, obviously little self deprecating humor at times, yeah. too, which probably took the edge off. Uh, and especially when you've got what he, the young man had between his ears, where he's a little bit ahead of the curve when it comes to academics, he probably could handle himself uh, against some of the bigger guys there on a football
2: team. You raise a good point. Uh, I'm glad you did because I was thinking of that earlier, you know, because a lot of time there's uh, a little bit of resentment almost on the part of the, as we say, the real football players because the kickers sure. come out and do their little. 15 minute stretch session, and you know, maybe kick a few balls and uh, during special teams, but the other part of the day, they're just kind of hanging out there, hobnobbing and sharing stories, and um, you know, two mics, uh, credit he sharpened his uh his witticisms quite uh quite well over there but you know he had the ability to, to disarm uh the the big uh the big lug heads uh, maybe had the physical stature on him uh with his wit and uh you know they those kickers and and punters and and long snappers are a close knit bunch as well and i know those guys are hurting especially uh, because they do spend so much time and have a lot of downtime and uh you know even even more so have time to get to know each other and at a deeper and more personal level and uh, you know, I've seen some of the tweets from Tabor Pepper, and uh, you know who's a long snapper for th- th- three years with Mike, and uh, you know Michael Geiger and and Jake Hartberger, who uh, you know took the the punting duties after uh, Mike left, and 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 I saw a retweet of uh, one of Mike's uh, tweets from b- before last year when Jake was just getting ready to start his career. You know, he had redshirted his first year, Mike's senior year, and Mike uh, said, "Well, three days until Jake Hartberger." Uh, Gets to try to, you know, top my four years of 18 yards per carry, you know, because he's <laughs> yeah. very proud of his fake punts. And uh, I think it was even quite higher, and I think his last fake punt of his career, I think, cut his average down, so I'm, I probably didn't sit well with him. But uh, just was a, you know, a, a funny kid. And, you know, if you go back, uh, I was just sharing with you there at the break, uh, somebody put together a compilation of uh, all his funniest tweets. But, um, you know, I had kind of, uh, I have a tendency to be sarcastic at times, too, and, uh uh, Mike always threatened me a little bit because I knew he was witty, so I knew I had to be careful what I said. But, um, you know, we, I had a little bit of a, a tweet here a uh, year and a half ago or so. It was just kind of a funny thing where Jay Harbaugh, coach at Michigan, you know, tweeted out, asked anybody if anybody knew if it was legal to own a Wolverine in Michigan. And I, without missing a beat, said, Ask Coach D. Well, I knew that was going to blow up when I saw Mike comment on that and said, "This wins winner, This wins Twitter for tonight and uh drop the mic. <laughs> and it kind of blew up from there primarily because Mike's got a lot of uh, followers so it kind of took off and blew up from there but um you know it was uh he just he had a ton of that stuff you know I, I think back on uh you know his his uh relationship with Faux Polini the uh, parody mm-hmm. account of Faux mm-hmm. Polini at, at Nebraska at the time and uh just some of the things back and forth uh between the two of them and then Mike telling him you know that he would in honor of him, he would, you know, pet the cat that Bo Pelini is holding in his Twitter uh, and Bo Pelini's Twitter page. He's holding his cat, and uh, and then Mike, you know, nails a punt against Nebraska and comes off on the sideline petting the the fake imaginary cat. <laughs> oh and just who does that, right? I mean, it's one thing to say it, to actually do it, and get get it picked up on TV and have the announcers talking about it is just uh, incredible. I think the guy's mental Rolodex was uh, not was ahead of the curve as well. <laughs> not only. No, not only his
1: academics. Yeah. Mitch Lyons is with us in the studio. Joe Jason and for Bill Simonson. Uh, we are celebrating the life of Mike Sadler, the former Michigan State punter who died in a very tragic car accident. And uh, we will uh, talk more about the life of Mike Sadler in just a moment. Joe Jason for Bill Simonson. Back with more on the Huge Radio Network.
3: Michael Robert Sadler, with my honor...
4: Adler under pressure to bang one here. He'll take the snap at his 10-yard line. Oh, he'll run it. He runs to his right. He's at the 25 and the 30. He's still looking out at the 40-yard line. Out of bounds with a first down and change at the 49-yard line.
5: Somebody would ask me, you know, how much time I spent in the weight room this past offseason because I think the pipes are looking pretty good. Uh, I got some little worms just crawling around. in the- No, not really. Uh... No, I, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have some fun questions to be asked to me, and, you know, I, I like to have fun of
4: Mike Sadler with his fifth punt of the ball game. Riley McCarron, deep for Iowa. Oh, it's a fake. Mike Sadler running to his right. He's got some green grass in front of him. He's into Iowa territory, and he's out of bounds across the way with a first down and then some, folks. Nico Law knocked him out of bounds. Mike Sadler continues to do great things for the Spartans.
5: Now that my career
6: here is coming to a close, I've had a lot of time to kind of look back and reflect on everything that I've done. And I've been very fortunate in my time here at Michigan State to have lots of success, both as a team and as an individual. I think winning the 2014 Rose Bowl is probably the highlight of my time here, uh, something that hasn't been done in, in decades at Michigan State. Individually, I've also had a very good career. Um, I've been an All-American both on and off the field and really the academic awards mean more to me than anything just because those are gonna be with me for my whole life. We understand that our athletic careers are fleeting and they're not gonna last forever, but what we do in the classroom and what we we will learn while we're here is really gonna be with us for a lifetime.
0: You're listening to the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the HUGE Radio Network. Help honor the legacy of Mike by visiting michaelsadlerfoundation.org. That's michaelsadlerfoundation.org. We now continue with the Mike Sadler
1: Tribute Show on the HUGE Radio Network. Joe Jason and for Bill Simonson on the HUGE Show. In studio with us is Mitch Lyons, the former Spartan, and, well, you're always a Spartan, I guess. You're never a former Spartan. Is that Spartan that right? for life. Spartan That's for life. Son. And... um Also, uh, a Forest Hills Northern graduate, and uh, he is in studio today because um, former Michigan State punter Mike Sadler, uh, a local to uh, the people in the greater Grand Rapids area, Forest Hills Northern graduate, and, of course, near and dear to many people in our flagship station, 107.3 FM Grand Rapids. Um, He was killed in a car accident in Wisconsin, the 24-year-old Involved in a single car crash with two other passengers, the other one of the other passengers, Nebraska punter Sam Foltz. Also died in the crash. He was expected to be a leader on special teams, a senior. Uh, I think two years in a row he had led the Big Ten in punting and uh, was uh, scheduled for his set, all set for his senior year. He, along with LSU kicker Colby De La Huse, who was transported to the hospital with injuries and has now been released. Um, there were some reports that actually De La Huse, uh, met with
2: uh, some family members of, uh, yeah, of the re- other
1: two kickers, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I read
2: an article that he, he wanted to meet with uh the Foltz family and the sadler family so i guess uh, i guess that happened today and it sounded like uh you know he's going to be okay thankfully yeah. but uh just some burn not just but you know second degree burns sure. on his legs and a, a cut on his head from what i read Spartan coach
1: Mark D'Antonio um, paid tribute on his Twitter feed almost immediately after the news was released. Shocked and saddened in a statement released uh, by Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State Athletic Director Mark Hollis said the loss of Sadler and Foltz marked a sad day for Michigan State, Nebraska, and all of college football. Mark Hollis had to deal with this kind of on, on two levels, if you will. Not only the former Michigan State player, but the, obviously having uh, the kicker in the car who was a Big Ten uh, you know. Uh, Player as well uh, in that car. So uh, for Hollis, it's uh, probably been uh, a pretty tough uh, 48 hours for for the athletic director at Michigan State.
2: It is, and uh, you know, I think he expressed uh, in an article I read, and I know from experience, you know, he's he considered Mike a friend. Uh, He's not just a a student at the school and an athlete, but he he was a friend, and uh, because he was to anybody that. Encountered them, and certainly uh, Mark Howell spent a lot of time with them uh, throughout the course of his career there. And so, I'm sure it's still very raw uh, for Mark and, uh, and Coach D as well. And uh, I know it's going to be, uh, you know, pretty pretty fresh and raw for them as well. Ah, uh, police said the vehicle was
1: traveling westbound on Beaver Lake Road in Merton, lost control on wet pavement, left the road, struck a tree. Uh, they say that maybe some speed, but uh, didn't look like uh, drugs or alcohol were involved in the incident. Uh, and uh, the sad news is, is that uh, a 24-year-old and a, a 21-year-old uh, lost their lives. And for parents who have kids of not only young age, teenage, 20-something, uh, that's that's tough when uh, when you look at. Uh, you feel for the family at Michigan State. You feel for the Forest Hills Northern family. But, boy, oh, boy, parents that have to um, say goodbye to their kids before it's their time, that's probably the toughest of all. That's
2: uh, your worst nightmare. You know, I'm a father of six, and I can't imagine, uh, you know, what, what these families are going through right now. And uh, so you just, uh, you know, you you hope they have a, a strong faith and they can just draw strength from that and, uh, and know that their their kids are in a better place. But it's just you still have the pain of them. They're not here with you. And uh It's a sad, sad day for everybody.
1: The four-time academic All-American earning notice around the college football world for his humor on social media after completing his master's degree in the spring of 2015. He announced earlier this year he planned to attend Stanford Law School this fall. Those plans come to an abrupt end. The sad news, Mike Sadler, former Michigan State punter, former Husky at Forest Hills Northern, has died in a car crash. Joe Jason and for Bill Simonson. Mitch Lyons is here. This is the Huge Radio Network.
3: Michael Robert Sadler with high honor.
4: Mike Sadler under pressure to bang one here. He'll take the snap at his 10 yard line. Oh, he'll run it. He runs to his right. He's at the 25 and the 30. He's still with it out at the 40-yard line. Out of bounds with a first down and change at the 49-yard line.
5: Somebody would ask me, you know, how much time i spent in the weight room this past offseason because I think the pipes are looking pretty good. Uh, I got some little worms just crawling around. in No, not really. Uh, No, I'm I'm lucky enough to have some fun questions be asked to me. Yeah, I I like to have fun on
4: Mike Sadler with his fifth punt of the ball game. Riley McCarron deep for Iowa. Oh, it's a fake. Mike Sadler running to his right. He's got some green grass in front of him. He's into Iowa territory, and he's out of bounds across the way with a first down and then some, folks. Nico Law knocked him out of bounds. Mike Sadler continues to do great things for the Spartans.
5: Now that my
6: career here is coming to a close, I've had a lot of time to kind of look back and reflect on everything that I've done. and I've been very fortunate in my time here at Michigan State to have lots of success, both as a team and as an individual. I think winning the 2014 Rose Bowl is probably the highlight of my time here, uh, something that hasn't been done in, in decades at Michigan State. Individually I've also had a very good career. Um, I've been an All-American both on and off the field and really the academic awards mean more to me than anything just because those are going to be with me for my whole life. We understand that our athletic careers are fleeting and they're not going to last forever but what we do in the classroom and what we we will learn while we're here is really going to be with us for a lifetime.
0: You're listening to the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the Huge Radio Network. Help honor the legacy of Mike by visiting michaelsadlerfoundation.org.
4: That's michaelsadlerfoundation.org.
0: You're listening to the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the HUGE Radio Network. Help honor the legacy of Mike by visiting michaelsadlerfoundation.org. That's michaelsadlerfoundation.org.
1: Joe Jason and for Bill Simonson all across the HUGE Radio Network, Mitch Lyons is in the studio with us today. And the reason why Mitch is here is because we're talking about the, the tragic car accident and uh, that claimed the life of former Michigan State punter Mike Sadler, who's not only a uh, Spartan for life, Uh, a former Spartan football player, also a Forest Hills Northern graduate, as is Mitch. And kind of really nothing prepares you for this kind of news when it happens uh, to your football family. Uh, Obviously, Mike's got a lot of former players that are reaching out, former coaches, athletic directors. We'll hear from Mark D'Antonio in just a little bit, the head football coach at Michigan State, and athletic director Mark Mark Hollis all coming up within the next 20, 25 minutes or so. But uh, this is something that uh, you just can't... uh, Ever wrap your mind around like why? Why do these kinds of things happen, Mitch?
2: Yeah, it, like I said to you during the break. I mean, these, these happen every day. I mean, you can you can open up the paper and somebody's losing a child somewhere. But uh, when it happens uh, within your circle, I mean, it just it smacks you um, and it hits you hard in the gut. And uh, got a call from a buddy of mine, offensive line coach Mark Staten from MSU and. You know, I answered, I think I said, oh, to what do I owe this great pleasure? And, uh, you know, he just said, not good. And, you know, told me what happened. And it was the farthest thing from a pleasure, that's for sure. And uh, just really sucked the wind out of me. And uh, continues to, you know, you kind of move on with your day and try to, you know, focus on other things. And then all of a sudden it'll just hit me that, you know, there's a, here's a young guy that had so much promise, so much life ahead of him. And just in the a, in a blink of an eye, it's gone.
1: Our MontelConstruction.com Huge Question of the Day usually leads to one of various topics that we have here on The Huge Show. But today, in light of the terrible news about Mike Sadler, if you knew him, maybe share a story about him and his humor. Uh, You can reach out to us at 866-838-HUGE. That's 866-838-4843. All of our guests appear courtesy of the Metro Health Medicine guest line. And joining us is Mark D'Antonio, the head football coach of Michigan State University. Coach, it's Joe Jason sitting in for Bill Simonson today. Thanks for being with us, first of all, in in light of uh, this tragedy. First of all, Coach, your thoughts about uh, uh, your former punter, Mike Sadler?
8: Uh, You know, Mike uh, was not only a gifted athlete, but, you know, he's a gifted student as well and uh, involved in the community. And, uh, you know, I always talk about uh, just trying to make other people around them better and, you know, being a light for people. And and he was certainly that. We're going to miss him very, very, very much. Shocking.
2: Coach Mitch Lines here, and, and again, thanks for being on the show. I know it's uh, still raw for you, as as for everybody, and uh, it's it's tough. Uh, but uh, trying to trying to try to put in perspective what Mike meant to the program. I mean, every every starter is important, and you know, there's everybody's has value to the team. But what did he bring to the team beyond what your average punter brings to the team?
8: Well, you know, he was um, first of all, was, he came there, and you know, in the 2009. Uh, 2010 recruiting class so he redshirted his freshman year behind Aaron Bates and I can still remember when he when he committed to us so I was actually on my way back from the uh, big Ten media days um, and uh, you know so he solidified that position for us as an athlete as a football player but he went so much beyond that he was our holder um, you know we had a lot of different fakes for him he was a guy that uh, made everybody feel good about themselves on a, on a daily basis really I mean, he touched so many different people on our football team. You know, all aspects of people, uh, just uh, just had that ability to uh, to make people feel comfortable. You know, make them laugh, bring a smile to their face. And uh, very intelligent guy. You know, he, he came uh, he came to Michigan State with forty six, uh, I think it was thirty six, advanced placement hours, and was a three nine seven seven student, all set to go to Stanford Law School, and uh, and then this happened. So it, it is tragic.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I I know he had tweeted out a picture uh, of a note you had written to him after he committed, uh, and just said, uh, you know, your your post uh, postscript was you will you will punt in the Rose Bowl, and you certainly uh, predicted that correctly as Mike played a big role in that 2013 season and. Ultimately, the Rose Bowl win over Stanford, where, like you mentioned, he was ironically going to law school this fall, um, trying to keep this thing a, a little bit lighter because Mike brought so much uh, light to everyone's life. Uh, you know, and I know you had a <laughs> firsthand exposure to him on a daily basis. But what are some of the things that uh, stick out to you, Coach, that just uh, bring a smile to your face in terms of some of the crazy antics and uh, things he'd say or do?
8: You know, he was he was the age of our daughters. know, and uh, so our girls sort of grew up with him a little bit. You know, Christian showed me a video yesterday of him, uh, you know, just walking uh, down the lobby and uh, she said, here's our punter. And he turned around and he he executed a punt, you know, a punt on air, I guess I'd say, and a big smile on his face. uh, uh, You know, he was always just one of those guys that just pulled it out of nowhere, really. You know, he was so uh, spontaneous, uh, you know, with everything that he did. So he really, uh, I really can't, you know, I'm sort of numb by all this, but uh, I really can't think of too many things other than every time I, I sat down and talked with him, which was often, uh, um, you know, he had a good perspective on things, first of all, and uh, and then he also uh, pretty candid about things, very candid about things, but very confident, uh, you know, for all of the antics that he pulled. He was a very, very good football player and, uh you know, really made a difference on our team in, in so many
2: different ways. Well, he certainly, uh, you know, thought of himself as a as a running back, too. Uh, given your yeah. crazy plays, you'd come up with him, uh, you know, <laughs> come up for him and uh, your well-coined nicknames and whatnot for the fake punts, and he certainly took full advantage of that. And I know he was proud of his 18-yard per carry average and, you uh, you know, it's just it's a it's a tough one, and uh, I, we we really appreciate you coming on, and, and uh, we just are, are grateful uh, for you taking the time to to share some thoughts uh, on, on and during yeah. a very difficult time. So, uh, thanks, thanks a lot for that, Coach.
8: Thanks, Mitch. You know, our thoughts and our prayers go out to, to everybody in his immediate family and, and all the people that he touched. And you know, the world really will be a, a little lonelier, or a little sadder place because Mike Sadler is gone. He touched so many of us, not just for for his time as a football player, but but in this time in his it's, it's life. And, and uh, you know, he was all about life. And I, I know that right now uh, he would want us to move all move forward.
1: Coach, one more thing I, w- I wanted to ask you about. This was kind of a double loss for you because not only you lost someone from the Michigan State family, but you, you lost someone in the Big Ten family, too, with Sam Foltz being gone. And I know that the last time you saw that young man on the field was back on November 7th of last year. But do you have any memories of Sam or anything, especially with his uh, relationship with Mike? Uh, did you know Sam off the field at all or get a chance to uh, talk to him? No,
8: I only knew Sam as a football player. I mean, this is a you know college football, just is, is a you know, we compete against each other, but it's a family as well. So our, our hearts go out to uh, the Nebraska fans and, and most importantly their family. So, uh, you know, just uh, have to endure right now.
2: Well, keep your chin up, Coach, and uh, keep the faith, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, look forward to you know, talking to you uh, about less important things down the road like uh, winning football games, but we really appreciate you taking the time today.
8: All right. Well, Mike, you want me to tell you,
2: everybody out there
8: still so go green go
1: white okay all right thanks for having us on you bet head coach of the university or of michigan state university and that is mark d'antonio joining us on the metro health medicine guest line uh talking about a tough subject losing uh, one of his own because uh, the coach player relationship is pretty special
2: is it not yeah it really is and uh you know, coach, uh, you know, recruited him for, you know, a couple of years, I'm sure, before uh, before Mike was even out of high school. So, you know, he came to campus in 09. So the coach has been dealing with him, I'm sure, since 07, if if not earlier. And, uh, you know, he was a big signing when we got him because, uh, you know, Aaron Bates had had a stellar career and, and we uh, knew we had one more year with Aaron and we needed a guy to. Uh, pencil in there for the next four years, and uh, he was able to do that, and never, you know, never really questioned his punting ability. You know, he never really went through a stretch. You know, sometimes kickers can get messed up in the head, and <laughs> they have a stretch where they're maybe not punting as well. But Mike was so consistent and just so solid his whole career, and um, been able to do a lot of things. Like Coach said, I mean, being holder, a lot of people take that for granted, but uh, you know, he had a a good hold, and uh, and his actually his last play, I guess, would be the the field goal to win it against Baylor in the Cotton Bowl uh, two years ago, and. Uh, you know, snap was a little low, and he picked it clean and got it down for uh, Michael Geiger, and, you know, we win that game. But, um, you know, just, yeah, it's uh, – and I know the coach is impacted greatly by this, and it's a tough one for him for
1: and sure. I know a lot of times a head coach uh, will be uh, sometimes a- – a step or or a distance away or a layer away from a, a position player like a punter or maybe a kicker, and there are assistant coaches that handle that kind of thing too. What what do you think the feeling is right now with some of the assistant coaches oh, who, well, who dealt with Mike on a on a on a day to day
2: basis? Right. Um, you know what you're saying is true, and that's kind of what I experienced as I as I went through there. I mean, Coach Pearls was kind of the um, you know he was kind of the uh, Wizard of Oz behind the curtain, and mm-hmm. you've dealt more with your your coaches, your position coaches. But Coach t has got a little different. Uh, in a while, there spend more time in the meeting rooms. I don't know. There just seems to be he's just he's closer uh, and, and a little bit different way of doing things uh, than maybe a lot of coaches. He's just it's a family atmosphere. He really creates that. He has you know linebacker coaches meet with O linemen and running backs and black, white, and whatever, um, and, and create these little mentor groups. Mm-hmm. So it is really a a lot much more close knit family than maybe a lot of places. Cause a lot of places there's lots, almost two teams. There's the defense and the offense and you don't inter, interrelate as much uh, other than on the practice field. But that's, that's part of the cultural thing that coach D changed. And, um, you know, So guys are tight with one another. It's, it's a tighter team than, than one that was when I was
1: there. And honest. don't you find, too, that uh, players like a Mike Sadler, who tend to be sometime larger than life with their humor and have a few things to say, they tend to have more players gravitate to them or they're not the guy who's afraid to stand up maybe in a team meeting or say something or, or have a little joke to say that maybe the coach would notice them a little bit more than they would notice, say, that, uh, that, somebody, that third or fourth person on the depth chart.
2: Yeah, I mean, a, a guy like that, like Mike, uh, who uh, who I believe was the oil can award winner uh, once, if not twice, uh, as far as being the team humorist, uh, that's an award that's given out annually. Uh, yeah, you, you certainly can bring some levity to a situation, you know, maybe when you're going through a, a tough practice or a tough stretch uh, for whatever reason, you um, you know, uh, he, he can be a guy that can lighten the mood and, and maybe take one for the team because the coach respects him because he is the kind of kid he is and he can say something at the right time. And, uh, you know, Mike had that kind of personality as well.
1: Also, uh, we should tell you that coming up later in the show, Travis Jackson, the former Michigan State Spartan football player, c- close friend of Mike Sadler, would join us. Uh, Forest Hills Northern Principal John Gregory is scheduled to join us also. Uh, we've had Mark D'Antonio talk with us. Mark Hollis, the Michigan State University Athletic Director, is scheduled to join us sometime in uh,
2: within the next 10 or 15 minutes or so as well, if we can get to him. Yeah, uh, for sure. And, you know, Mark uh, Hollis... Uh, it was tight with, uh, with Mike, which I'm sure he'll share, uh, but you know, had a relationship beyond just being the, you know your typical athletic director and student-athlete, so um, I know he's hurting. Uh, we have someone who's
1: joining us on the Miller Lite Hotline to join us on the HUGE show today. We're talking about Mike Sadler, the former Michigan State punter who tragically died in a car accident. Joining us on the Miller Lite Hotline from Mount Pleasant is John. John, we welcome you to the HUGE show. Thanks for joining us.
9: Hey fellas, how you doing? I good. just had a quick comment on the on today's topic. I'm a CMU grad and fan, and a U of M fan, but I just had to say real quick: we're all on the same team today, and go green today. And RIP to that young man.
1: Very good, thank, thank you, you, John. We really appreciate the comment there, and I think that's kind of the way everyone's feeling right now. Not only in uh, Michigan State Spartan Land, but uh, also across the Big Ten. Uh, it was a, it was a tough loss to take for everyone today.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, you know we had a lot of fun with uh, the rivalries and whatnot, but uh, it's it's a game, and uh, I think people recognize that when something like this happens and uh, smacks you in the face in a hurry that there's more important things than football scores or basketball scores or, or whatever athletic endeavor it might be.
1: Just around the corner, Mike Mark Hollis, the athletic director at Michigan State, will join us on the Metro Health Medicine guest line. Mitch Lyons is in the studio. Joe, Jason, and for Bill Simonson, and you're listening to the Huge Show all across the Huge Radio Network.
3: Michael Robert Sadler, with high honor.
4: Sandler under pressure to bang one here. He'll take the snap at his 10-yard line. Oh, he'll run it. He runs to his right. He's at the 25 and the 30. He's still looking out at the 40-yard line. Out of bounds with a first down and change at the 49-yard line.
5: Somebody would ask me, you know, how much time I spent in the weight room this past offseason because I think the pipes are looking pretty good. Uh, I guess a little worms just crawling around. in the- No, not really. Uh... No, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have some fun questions be asked to me. And, you know, I, I like
4: to have fun with it. Mike Sadler with his fifth punt of the ball game. Riley McCarran deep for Iowa. Oh, it's a fake. Mike Sadler running to his right. He's got some green grass in front of him. He's into Iowa territory and he's out of bounds across the way with a first down and then some, folks. Nico Law knocked him out of bounds. Mike Sadler continues to do great things for the Spartans.
6: Now that my career here is coming to a close, I've had a lot of time to kind of look back and reflect on everything that I've done. and I've been very fortunate in my time here at Michigan State to have lots of success, both as a team and as an individual. I think winning the 2014 Rose Bowl is probably the highlight of my time here, uh, something that hasn't been done in, in decades at Michigan State. Individually, I've also had a very good career. Um, I've been an All-American both on and off the field. And really, the academic awards mean more to me than anything, just because those are going to be with me for my whole life. We understand that our athletic careers are fleeting, and they're not going to last forever. But what we do in the classroom and what we we will learn while we're here is really going to be with us for a lifetime.
0: You're listening to the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the Huge Radio Network. Help honor the legacy of Mike by visiting michaelsadlerfoundation.org. That's michaelsadlerfoundation.org. We now continue with the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the Huge Radio Network.
3: Michael Robert Sadler with my honor.
4: pressure to bang one here. He'll take the snap at his 10-yard line. Oh, he'll run it. He runs to his right. He's at the 25 and the 30. He's still looking out at the 40-yard line. Out of bounds with a first down and change at the 49-yard line.
5: Somebody would ask me, you know, how much time I spent in the weight room this past offseason because I think the pipes are looking pretty good. Uh, I got some little worms just crawling around. in No, not really. Uh, now I, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have some fun questions to be asked to me, and, you know, I, I like
4: to have fun on it. Mike Sadler with his fifth punt of the ball game. Riley McCarron deep for Iowa. Oh, it's a fake. Mike Sadler running to his right. He's got some green grass in front of him. He's into Iowa territory, and he's out of bounds across the way with a first down and then some, folks. Nico Law knocked him out of bounds. Mike Sadler continues to do great things for the Spartans.
6: Now that my career here is coming to a close, I've had a lot of time to kind of look back and reflect on everything that I've done. and well, I've been very fortunate in my time here at Michigan State to have lots of success, both as a team and as an individual. I think winning the 2014 Rose Bowl is probably the highlight of my time here, uh, something that hasn't been done in, in decades at Michigan State. Individually I've also had a very good career. Um, I've been an All-American both on and off the field and really the academic awards mean more to me than anything just because those are going to be with me for my whole life. We understand that our athletic careers are fleeting and they're not going to last forever but what we do in the classroom and what we we will learn while we're here is really going to be with us for a lifetime.
1: Welcome you back to the huge show, all across the huge radio network. Joe, Jason, and for Bill Simonson, Mitch Lyons is with us in studio. Uh, the former 4 is still Northern graduate, and also a Spartan for life from Michigan State. And uh, the reason why he's here is because uh, we had everything kind of, um, really kind of uh, just kind of tossed out the window uh, with the news uh, where a car that was driven by Michigan State punter Mike Sadler along with two others in the car, uh, veered off the road and hit a tree. And uh, Sadler lost his life, as did Nebraska punter Sam Foltz. LSU kicker Colby Delahouse was transported to a hospital with injuries. They were all attending a weekend punting camp uh, that was taking place at the Cole, I think it was called the, Cole, um, Nation, in the National Invitational Scholarship Camp for high school kickers and punters at the Kettle Moraine High School in the town of Wales, and a uh, tragic ending to that trip. I know when you lose someone in your life, you you, you kind of, uh, being someone who's had that happen more than once in my life, you kind of look around when that happens, and you look around and say, how can these people still be driving around and going through the drive through and grabbing McDonald's and, and, and laughing on the street when my heart is breaking at this time? It uh, almost doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah, time marches on, and, you know, that's... That's the thing. I mean, this world doesn't stop, uh, but you gotta—you certainly have to grieve, but you you do have to knock the dust off and get back in the saddle and and keep living. And that's—you know—Mike wouldn't want anything less than that uh, for any of us. And and if anything, he'd want us uh, to—you know—take some of the the good things people are saying about him and and turn them around, and uh, you know, utilize those same gifts he uh, put on put on people and give the same thing to, to others and make an impression on other people's lives.
1: Well, all of our guests appear courtesy of the Metro Health Medicine guest line, and uh, let's go to our guest line right now. Joining us uh, is Mark Hollis, the Athletic Director at Michigan State, who joins us across the uh, huge radio network. Mark, uh, Joe Jason, and for Bill Simonson, thank you so much under these trying circumstances for joining us today to talk about Mike Sadler. We really appreciate it.
10: Oh, thank you so much. Uh, it's a uh, very sad, obviously, very sad situation that we're dealing with. Mike was an individual that... I was very close with, and it's, um, you know, the outpouring of support from all the Big Ten institutions and across the country has been um, quite amazing, both for for Mike's family as well as those at Michigan State that are, are struggling through this process.
1: Yeah, Sam Foltz also uh, part of the Big Ten family as well, so it's kind of a double loss on on your point. Kind of take us through Friday and the weekend, if you will, and maybe we can uh, put a, a, a silver lining on this dark cloud if we can come up with some, uh, maybe you can share with us some stories about Mike and his humorous side, but kind of take us through when you found out the news, uh, take us through those moments, if you will.
10: Well, Coach D'Antonio got the word first, and he, uh, he is, the, the individual that informed me and it was, um, you know, Mike's the kind of guy you, you think you're the only one, but he had this impact on everybody uh, that, that he was such a good friend. And, you know, my job is to, to create positive experiences and create a positive future for 800 student athletes at, at any point in time at Michigan State. Mike had the ability to, to do that for me, um, to make me smile, to make me laugh, to make me think harder. And, um we developed that relationship. And when Mark shared the news with me, it was, it was devastating. And, uh, he's like a son. Um, he's friends with my kids. Um, sister Katie, is friends, his, his mom, Karen is such a wonderful person. And it, um, you know, from that moment on, I, I just feel, feel terrible.
2: Mark, Mitch, uh, Mitch Lyons here. And, uh, thanks again for coming on. I, I know it's, uh, you know, tough for you. And I know you're tight with Mike and, um, you know, as a, as athletic director, um, like you said, you're overseeing 800 athletes. You, you certainly don't have the time uh, to have a relationship like you did with Mike, and I, I know you were closer to him than, uh, you know, you are with, with a lot of kids just simply because of you know, there's not enough of you to go around. But uh, I guess maybe talk about how that built up over time. And when when he first stepped foot on campus, I know he was a much-ballyhood recruit and, you know, a, and a, an amazing uh, uh, student athlete uh, in the classroom as well. Um, maybe take us through how how you kind of got to know Mike over over his five years on campus.
10: It's probably because we both had very sarcastic humor <laughs> that uh, sort of just blended together. And you know, good or bad about Twitter, that's what developed the relationship. Was a few banter's back and forth. He got uh, a few comments out there that I thought was a little edgy, and he ended up in the uh, what I call the principal's office, and that created opportunities. You know, from adversity. You know why did you say this? And um, his explanation was always rock solid. He always had the answer. But uh, it, it was those those office meetings. You know, it's when you bring up a point, and then you end up having an hour and a half conversation after that point has been made. It, it talks about the friendship, not just the, uh, questioning of you know a few few choice words that maybe went out, and uh, that's that's where the relationship built, and then it just. Continued on whenever we saw each other like he was with everyone else. You know, he smiled and you smiled. And, um, I think many of our, our other student athletes said when he walked in the room, the room was a better place and, uh, just, just going to be so sorely missed.
2: Yeah, you you telling the uh, the Twitter story? I, I believe uh, it may have been you I reached out to because I was fairly new to Twitter and I, I was following him and I saw something that was <laughs> questionable and I'm sure I probably bounced it off you and it might have been one of your conversations with him. But
10: uh,
2: <laughs> I remember, uh, very I remember yeah, very
10: likely. And, and you know, his his pursuit of um, getting a law degree out at Stanford. Uh, of course, we have friends out there: Bernard Muir, Mike Longacre, who played basketball here with with Magic, sure and. Um, you know, we reached out to them and um, was creating a path for him to have some great mentors at Stanford. So I've I've already reached out to, to Bernard and, and told him that, you know, you've never met this guy, but you can never forget this guy, that uh, Palo Alto is going to be the next stop in his life. And um, hopefully, um, you know, hopefully, and I, and I know Bernard thinks it's, it's fondly of him just through the stories that I've shared with him over the past several months while we were trying to um, – to get his application accepted at the law
11: school
1: there, Mark Hollis is our guest on the Metro Health Medicine Guest Line, the Michigan State University Athletic Director. And Mark, uh, what impact did uh, this young man, Mike Sadler, have? After graduation on this football team, obviously, the, we, we all know he was at the Coles National Invitational Scholarship Camp for high school kickers and punters at a, at a school in, in Wisconsin. And uh, is he the guy that worked with your program post-graduation? Did he always have uh, some, some uh, valuable uh, things to uh, pass along to uh, the now uh, punters on this Michigan State football team?
10: Oh, I think way beyond the punters. And yes, he was around our football program, you know, constantly sharing sharing laughs, sharing information, sharing what to expect. Um, he's one of those guys that's so good with with young young people, whether they're freshmen on our team or kids that you just you just connect with them. I think he's so he's so so smart, and you know, I think he was almost bored um, and was so excited about the Stanford. Um, law school experience that he was going to have because you know the football football experience keeps you extremely busy the the academic component the athletic component um, he was he was constantly busy and that was taken away when when football was done and he was really looking forward to the experience he was going to have, have at Stanford and that was going to be the next exhilarating part so absolutely he was around he was talking to to our freshmen, he was talking to the whole team. But it's kind of like Izzo. You know, Izzo coaches one sport, but he has an impact on 25 sports. Mike was the same way, and I think you saw that pour out with all the the comments that have been made.
1: Mark Hollis, the athletic director of Michigan State, with us. Uh, We talked to Coach D, and he said that he had been in contact with uh, Nebraska coach Mike Riley. Have you reached out to the athletic department at uh, Nebraska? And if so, um, uh, can you share with us uh, what what happened there?
10: Yeah, I've talked to, uh, to both Sean at at uh, Nebraska as well as Joe Oliva at uh, at LSU, and um, it's it, I think it's probably what you expect. We're all just deeply deeply saddened. Um, talk about you know, there's so many negative stories that come out in college sports, or frankly, that come out in our society today. And this is something that, that humanizes it and puts puts it back into perspective that we as people, we as friends, we as family members, so important that, you know, today you appreciate what you have in your, in your life, you have memories of those that, that were here before, and um, puts a lot of things into perspective for, for ADs, and that's where some of those... Those conversations went with Sean and Joe and, and well beyond with other athletic administrators. What we do is very good. What our student-athletes do is phenomenal. And we have to remember that through all the um, the negative stories that pop up along the way.
2: Mark, I think part of what helps, uh, you know, start the healing process for all of us is, uh, you know, thinking back on, for, for me, just the last 24 hours, 36 hours, uh, just thinking back some of the, like, like you said, so much of Mike's wit was played out on Twitter You know, the exchanges with Bo Pelini, you know, the parody (laughs) account for Bo Pelini and, you know, petting the imaginary cat. And, you know, I I think back of walking in Pat Narduzzi's office and seeing it plastered with uh, Mike, uh, photos of Mike and his Speedo from spring break (laughs) and Narduzzi just shaking his head. Are there... You know, is there anything that I know you're numb and it's, it's called happened so fast? Is there anything that really pops out, uh, in your head as as far as just some of the craziness maybe you had to deal with, uh, or just, uh, just, uh, you know, witness from afar or through Twitter?
10: No, the Bo, the Bo Pelini one was, uh, was one of the fun ones to watch. But I think, you know, anytime that I would put something serious out, he was quick to, uh, to humanize it and bring, bring me back down to earth a little bit. And, uh, um, you know this this is college sports and while there's a serious tone to it it's also just college sports and Mike was quick to uh, kind of remind you of that with a little shot every once in a while it might be three words but it was um, <laughs> it was always done in his way and it was pretty classy yeah.
2: Well, thanks for joining us, Mark. I know it's a tough time uh, for all of Spartan Nation, uh, uh, but especially you and your family. And uh, we just, you know, uh, thank you for leading uh, leading the, the athletic department and uh, being such a positive influence uh, on a lot of people's lives. So thanks for coming on today.
1: Thanks
10: so much, Mitch. Go green.
1: Go white. Mark Hollis, Athletic Director at Michigan State University, joining us on the Metro Health Medicine guest line today. And, uh, well, I tell you what, uh, you could tell that uh, – Mark Hollis was having a little trouble, um, reminiscing about one Mike
2: Sadler. Yeah, no question. And, and Mark's, uh, you know, he's just a good human. You know, he really is. He's just, uh, he's solid as, as our, you know, two top coaches are, uh, Coach D and, and Coach Izzo. They, I mean, they, they're, uh, good people. And, uh, and he really does, uh, He's a guy that I just respect a ton. I mean, he, he always uh, is thinking of the kids, and uh, as he said, you know, bringing a positive impact to their life through their experience at Michigan State, and and uh, you know, he did know Mike real well, and and obviously it's impacted him, and, and uh, but he'll uh, he'll keep plotting just like the rest of us, and we'll work through this. But uh, you know, the, the great thing is we have a lot of fun, great memories of Mike uh, to, to share with one another.
1: We've asked people to share their thoughts about uh, this tragedy today, maybe with some humor as well. Mike Sadler, the former Michigan State punter, and uh, obviously uh, somebody who's local to our flagship station at 107.3 FM in Grand Rapids. And joining us on the Miller Lite Hotline is Rick from Ionia, who has his thoughts. Rick, welcome to The Huge Show. Thanks for joining us.
12: Thanks, fellas. I uh, just had a quick story about Mike uh, a couple years ago. Uh, I had the privilege of golfing with him in the Drew Stanton uh, Foundation outing uh, at the Hawk Hollow in Lansing. Are you guys familiar with that? Sure. Yep. Well, anyways, we uh, some friends of mine, uh, of mine and I uh, were able to go uh, to the uh, Drew Stanton Foundation, and they do a really good job of putting a star or a athlete with every group. And we got there that day. And they said, hey, uh, you know, Mike Chadler's gonna be golfing with your group today. We got all excited. When what a great guy, what a great young man he was, and just had a great time playing golf with him. We were excited because usually punters and kickers are known to be good golfers. And, uh, he walked out to our, uh, our golf carts, and he walked up with a pair of khaki shorts and some loafers, and, uh, he said, fellas, just want to let you know right now, I can't go. <laughs> we actually had a, a great time. Uh, his humor, his quick wit, uh, was so enjoyable. I was in utter shock when I saw it on my phone. And uh, we had just a real quick story. We were up on this one hole, and he uh, we, we needed him to make the shot. And he took a divot about 12 inches long, and the divot went farther than the ball did. And we just had pictures, and such a good time, such a laugh, and he was just full of life, quick humor. I enjoyed following him on Twitter, and uh, he's going to be greatly missed. I, I I was just absolutely shocked. I was so glad we got to spend five or six hours with him in a golf outing uh, for the Gustav Foundation. It was great.
1: Rick, thanks for sharing your story. We certainly appreciate it. And if you have a story to share with us, you can certainly do that. Uh, We're foregoing our MontelConstruction.com. Huge question of the day in favor of uh, questions or comments, I should say, that come from you about Mike Sadler. Uh, the former Michigan State punter and, of course, the Forest Hills Northern graduate uh, from uh, West Michigan. If you have any stories to pass along, feel free to call us at 866-838-HUGE. Mitch lines in the studio, Joe Jason for Bill Simonson, and more on the life of Mike Sadler after this.
3: Michael Robert Sadler with my honor...
4: Pressure to bang one here. He'll take the snap at his 10-yard line. Oh, he'll run it. He runs to his right. He's at the 25 and the 30. He's still looking out at the 40-yard line. Out of bounds with a first down and change at the 49-yard line.
5: Somebody would ask me, you know, how much time I spent in the weight room this past offseason because I think the pipes are looking pretty good. Uh, I got some little worms just crawling around. in No, not really. Uh... Now, I, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have some fun questions to be asked to me, and you know, I, I like to have fun with
4: it. Mike Sadler with his fifth punt of the ball game. Riley McCarron, deep for Iowa. Oh, it's a fake. Mike Sadler running to his right. He's got some green grass in front of him. He's into Iowa territory, and he's out of bounds across the way with a first down, and then some, folks. Nico Law knocked him out of bounds. Mike Sadler continues to do great things for the Spartans.
6: Now that my career here is coming to a close, I've had a lot of time to kind of look back and reflect on everything that I've done. and well, I've been very fortunate in my time here at Michigan State to have lots of success, both as a team and as an individual. I think winning the 2014 Rose Bowl is probably the highlight of my time here, uh, something that hasn't been done in, in decades at Michigan State. Individually, I've also had a very good career. Um, I've been an All-American both on and off the field. And really, the academic awards mean more to me than anything, just because those are going to be with me for my whole life. We understand that our athletic careers are fleeting, and they're not going to last forever. But what we do in the classroom and what we we will learn while we're here is really going to be with us for a lifetime.
0: You're listening to the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the Huge Radio Network. Help honor the legacy of Mike by visiting michaelsadlerfoundation.org. That's michaelsadlerfoundation.org. We now continue with the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the Huge Radio
1: Network. Welcome back to the Huge Show. All across the Huge Radio Network, Miller Hotlines open at 866 838 Huge, 866 838 4843. If you want to share any stories, Uh, Like we had just uh, a little while ago with Rick from Ionia, who played uh, golf in a uh, golf outing with uh, Mike Sadler. And uh, the terrible news that uh, former Michigan State punter Mike Sadler died in a car accident in Wisconsin. The 24-year-old was the driver in a single-car crash. Police say Sadler's car lost control on wet pavement and left the roadway, struck a tree, pronounced dead at the scene, along with Nebraska punter Sam Foltz who died in that crash. LSU kicker Colby Delahuse was reported to the hospital with injuries. They were all attending a weekend punting camp. And that punting camp, by the way, was the Coles National Invitational Scholarship Camp for high school kickers and punters at a high school in the town of Wales in Wisconsin. Just kind of showed the kind of guy young, the young man that uh, Mike uh, Sadler was, a guy who was always giving back to his craft. And uh, not only... Uh, Was a a great student-athlete, obviously an an academic All-American with Michigan State for four years. Was on his way to Stanford to uh, finish a law degree, to actually start and finish a law degree. Obviously, it hits kind of close to home, especially with our flagship station in Grand Rapids at 107.3 FM WBBL because uh, Mike was a graduate of Forest Hills Northern High School. So if you have any uh, high school memories with him, any college memories or any memories of playing in foursomes at golf, we certainly welcome your calls at 866-838-HUGE. Joe Jason for Bill Simonson. Mitch Lyons is here, uh, Spartan forever, and a former, uh, former uh, uh, Forest Hills Northern Husky himself, an 88 graduate. So this kind of hits close to home, kind of doubly for, for somebody like you, Mitch, to see this young man. And you knew him. You knew about his humor. You knew the kind of guy he was, and uh, he's just—I uh, I guess he's kind of the son that, you know, when you look at it, it's like, wow, there's a, there's a perfect son right there. Twenty-four years old, going to go on to get his law degree. I mean, this, these, he's the kind of young man that moms brag about.
2: Yeah, you know, as a as a parent of three daughters, uh, not that you're ever related when they bring home a boy, but if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna bring one home, uh, you know, Mike wouldn't be a bad mold to to. Uh, take it out of. So, great kid and, uh, you know, just it's an honor to even be on here and, and be talking about him and, uh, you know, sharing some stories with some other callers and whatnot, but he just, uh, you know, i you know, said it multiple times, but just challenges you to to try to live your life the right way and, and make an impact and, I mean, you never saw that guy without a smile on his face, you know, and there's a lot of times in life uh, where, you know, we uh, maybe don't have that smile on our face and it's never... It's never that bad, you know. And uh, to have a little humor like Mike had, and self-deprecating humor, uh, as you had, had said, and you uh, know, always, always talking about his biceps, which were non-existent, and you know, this, that, and the other thing, and always thought of himself as the running back. And I it was, it was funny just looking on Twitter yesterday with some of the pictures that that his former teammates had sent, you know, pictures from like uh, you know, picture day and stuff, where groups of position players get their picture taken together, you know, for for the coaches to send out, you know, and and, and use for recruiting and stuff like that. And I'm looking at a picture of all the quarterbacks with their back to the camera. (laughs) Here's a five or six quarterbacks between scholarship and and walk-on guys. And and, and there's number three, Sadler, (laughs) And, and he sends out the tweet. He's got a phone up to his ear. It's taken from a ways a ways back, but he's got his phone up to up to his ear, and he's looking uh, looking up in the press box. He says, "Can you hear me now?" Good. <laughs> just just crazy stuff like that. You know, he's not even a quarterback, but he's in the picture and he's doing a Verizon pose. You know, it's it's just uh, that was kind of just crazy humor he had. I saw another one where he's taking a snap and. Uh, Brian Allen posted a day where he's taking a snap from Brian Allen through one of the tunnels, uh, one of the concourse entrances mm-hmm. to the stadium, and you can see the field out behind him. And he's calling signals under center. You know, it's just, just uh, crazy stuff. I mean, uh, a prom picture with Connor Cook. I remember him tweeting out, you know, with his hands on Connor's uh, <laughs> hips, and uh, you know, just posing like you would in high school for a prom picture. Just, just stupid stuff, you know. But he was just a funny guy.
1: Some of the many stories we celebrate the life of Mike Sadler who lost his life in a single-car accident. Our thanks uh, this past hour to uh, Mark Hollis, the athletic director of Michigan State, and also the head football coach, Mark D'Antonio, for joining us. Joe Jason for Bill Simonson. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Huge Radio Network.
3: Michael Robert Sadler, with my honor...
4: Sandler under pressure to bang one here. He'll take the snap at his 10-yard line. Oh, he'll run it. He runs to his right. He's at the 25 and the 30. He's still it out at the 40-yard line. Out of bounds with a first down and change at the 49-yard line.
5: Somebody would ask me, you know, how much time I spent in the weight room this past offseason because I think the pipes are looking pretty good. Uh, I got some little worms just crawling around. in the- No, not really. Uh... Now, I, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have some fun questions to be asked to me, and you know, I, I
4: like to have fun ones. Mike Sadler with his fifth punt of the ball game. Riley McCarron, deep for Iowa. Oh, it's a fake. Mike Sadler running to his right. He's got some green grass in front of him. He's into Iowa territory, and he's out of bounds across the way with a first down and then some, folks. Nico Law knocked him out of bounds. Mike Sadler continues to do great things for the Spartans.
6: Now that my career here is coming to a close, I've had a lot of time to kind of look back and reflect on everything that I've done. And I've been very fortunate in my time here at Michigan State to have lots of success, both as a team and as an individual. I think winning the 2014 Rose Bowl is probably the highlight of my time here, uh, something that hasn't been done in, in decades at Michigan State. Individually, I've also had a very good career. Um, I've been an All-American both on and off the field and really the academic awards mean more to me than anything just because those are gonna be with me for my whole life. We understand that our athletic careers are fleeting and they're not gonna last forever, but what we do in the classroom and what we we will learn while we're here is really gonna be with us for a lifetime.
0: You're listening to the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the Huge Radio Network. Help honor the legacy of Mike by visiting michaelsadlerfoundation.org.
4: That's michaelsadlerfoundation.org.
0: You're listening to the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the HUGE Radio Network. Help honor the legacy of Mike by visiting michaelsadlerfoundation.org. That's michaelsadlerfoundation.org.
1: Welcome back to the HUGE Show all across the HUGE Radio Network. It's Joe Jason sitting in for Bill Simonson today. Mitch Lyons is in studio with us as well. A Spartan for life and a former Husky at Forest Hills Northern High School, and he was... Brought in the studio today because um, a tragic death of former Michigan State punter Mike Sadler, a driver in a car that containing two other kickers, and also losing his life was Nebraska punter Sam Foltz, who died in the crash. LSU kicker Colby Delahousse transported to a hospital with injuries. Uh, they were all attending a weekend punting camp, the Coles National Invitational Scholarship Camp for high school kickers. And for Mike Sadler, obviously, it's it's a, it's it's doubly tough to take for the people in West Michigan because not only was Mike Sadler a part of the Michigan State football family and the Spartan Nation, but also he was part of the Forest Hills Northern family. Uh, in West Michigan that's uh, so near and dear to the people in Grand Rapids on our flagship station, 107.3 WBBL-FM. And so Mitch is in the studio with us uh, today. And Mitch, you've over the last couple of hours, it's been very nice to have you here because you've had an opportunity to kind of put a, a, a silver lining bow, if you will, or a, a maybe a smile on the faces of many who, who knew Mike as, the, as kind of the funniest guy, not only the smartest guy in the room, but maybe the funniest guy in the room, too. Yeah, you know, I think it's,
2: it's, uh, to be honest with you, it's helped me just to come in here and talk about him and uh, hear other people talk about him, and just, it just helps the healing process, you know, it's not going to go away quickly, and certainly not for his family, and that's what tears me up the most, is just what they're going through, but, uh, you know, you you just keep moving on, and the more we uh, share with one another, and, uh, you know, hopefully over time, uh, it'll, uh, the pain will dissipate, but the memories won't, and uh, that's that's the important thing, is he uh, left. Some great memories for all of us to, to enjoy
1: all of our guests do appear courtesy of the Metro health medicine guest line and um, joining us now to talk about Mike Sadler is a uh, a friend of of uh, Mike's and a former MSU football player himself uh, number sixty three is with us Travis Jackson. Uh, from Michigan State University. Travis, thanks so much for being here today and, and sharing your thoughts on Mike Sadler. I know it's got to be a tough day for you, but we certainly appreciate you uh, being with us today and talking to us all across the state of Michigan. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, tell us a little bit about how uh, how a guy from New Albany, Ohio, winds up... Uh, uh, Partnering up with um, uh, Mike Sadler, becoming buddies. How did that? When when did you first run into Mike, and and how did your relationship develop over time?
9: Yeah, you know, um, we kind of we came in with that 2010 class, and I think it kind of all starts freshman year. And you know, from the second Mike walks in a room, he kind of commands attention, and uh, you could tell there's something special about him. And um, there was a really cool block of rooms um, down in Case Hall's. Uh, Connor Cruz and Mike Sadler lived together, and then Max Bull and Nico Palzetti's rooms were attached to each other. So uh, I think our whole rec- recruiting class spent a lot of time in those two rooms because those are just, you know, four very charismatic guys. And um, uh, it's, I remember it was I think it was our sophomore or junior year, and um, they asked me and Mike to come on to President Simon's radio show. Um, and we're sitting across from each other and, you know, president Simon's asking us questions and we start kind of just feeding off of each other. Like we did when we're just, you know, together hanging out and we're like, man, maybe we should, we should do something with this. And, um, he's kind of the genius behind the whole thing. And, uh, he, if, if, if you know, Mike, you know, when he wants to do something, he gets it done. So, um, that's kind of how we paired up on tickets then.
1: Mike, uh, your sophomore season, um, Travis, you, you had an injury. Uh, a lot of times, uh, the mental state as well as the physical state can 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 play into that. Did Did Mike have any any help for you at all when you when you went down with that knee injury and a broken leg uh, back in 2012? I mean, did he provide some comic relief for you to get you through all that?
9: Yeah, you know, you spent time with the specialists. Um, because uh, you're doing lifting while the other guys are practicing specialists come on for their periods and then uh, once they were done if they had it done early in practice they come in the weight room with the injured guys and uh... they always he always brought uh, a lot of comic relief and not only that you know he, may, he made you feel special um... i think that's something that he was really good at doing Um, when you had some one-on-one time with him, or you just ran into him for uh... ten to twenty seconds a uh, way of making you feel special and i I think you're kind of seeing that uh, through the social media and the people all reaching out. um, How many people that he made feel special?
2: Travis Mitch Lyons here, and uh, thanks, thanks again for coming on. Uh, I know it's a painful day for you, Uh, but we're trying to trying to help the healing process here. Just just telling some stories amongst ourselves, and it's been great. We had uh, Coach Dion and and Mark Hollis, and uh, it's great to have you on. So, um, you know, I've shared a couple things uh, that kind of just cracked me up over the time, and petting the cat and plaster Narduzzi's uh, office with pictures of him yeah. and his pictures of him in his speedo and uh you know yeah. what are some things you obviously spent a lot of time uh, you know whether it was case hall or over at the football building what are maybe some uh, story or two you, you might be able to share with the the audience uh, just to kind of just show what the, what kind of nut he was
9: yeah you know honestly um as we all been grieving here you know you find yourself and you find a little chuckle here and there just because of something he did or the the way he made you feel and as you're going to you know post something to him and you want to honor him it's it's almost tough sometimes not to put up those funny pictures because <laughs> um you know that's that's how we would have wanted it. absolutely um, and and i was kind of going through twitter today and i and i saw you know let's, let's celebrate his life and obviously in a very tough time but um kind of actually one of my uh you know when i think of mike sadler one of the things is that he made the most of everything anything he did you know finished his bachelor's degree in like two years two and a half years finished his master's going to stanford law school Like he just made the most out of anything um but he also did that in pretty some pretty funny ways and uh, i actually got married and he came out and we're at we're at my wedding and um so it was an open bar but of (laughs) course sadler wasn't happy with uh how 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 small the drink glasses were and they weren't selling doubles. So yeah, I'm run, I'm walking around talking to people and he comes up to me and he had taken one of the candles out of the candle holders and made the bar fill it up with his favorite drink and, that's, and it was just the most. It was just perfect Mike Sadler, just the way that he made the most of things that made it so funny. And I, I was just dying laughing. I was like, only he could get away with that. And then I, I swear an hour later, he comes up when one of the vases that our flowers were in, he had filled that up with wine, and it was just, it was just so perfect. And he's walking around, huge smile on his face, and, and it was kind of one of those things where It would be, you know, my last memory being with him was him coming up, you know, giving me a big hug at the end of the night and just in perfect fashion, you know, just made with those two interactions with him and spending time with him Friday night, just, you know, made a weekend that was special so much more special. And uh, that's kind of what he's done at MSU and has done with his whole life. And, um, you know, and some say it was short, but he he just made a, a huge impact in those years. And, uh it's it's tough, man. I it still doesn't feel real, um, be honest with you. And uh kinda dreading um the whole closure thing, but um he's just such a special guy and I think honestly when we get together I, I think the laughs will go around and I think that's exactly how he would have wanted it.
1: Travis Jackson, with us, the former Michigan State football player, close friend of Mike Sadler. Being a guy from Ohio, and uh, Mike being a guy from Michigan, and you obviously got a love, a lot of love during your high school career from the Columbus Dispatch. You know, for most people in Michigan, there's not a whole lot of love for Columbus, or most places in Ohio. Was Mike ever in your grill about any of that?
9: Nah, he was. He was pretty cool about it. Um, I think he had a a lot of decisions i mean there's not much you can do when you argue with mike because he's smarter than you so <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> there's there's not much if you try to argue with mike that's just a losing battle uh um, so anytime i just yep yep you got it mike i, I took his side on things and um that that's kind of how he was just so smart so witty you don't want to get in as you can see on twitter you don't want to get into a, a beef with him
2: well, Travis, you uh, your class in particular, uh, you know, had had a you know one of the most storied runs in, in MSU history, and uh, you you, know, you and Mike in that class, obviously, um, you know, and I think back on on the you know the, the Kirk Cousins and you know the guys that came after him in terms of the leadership skills, uh, you know what set Mike apart? You know, it, it, I was talking to the guys earlier about w- with kickers, they're, you know, they're kind of the non-football players on the, on the team, so to speak. You know, they're not out there uh, busting their hump every day uh, in the same way like you you grunts on the mm-hmm. offensive line and defensive line are. Um, how did Mike lead as a punter? Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, he was a humorous guy, but tell us a little bit about um, what kind of role he played in that, from that standpoint for you know, maybe younger guys on the team.
9: Yeah, and, you know, you you touched on it there. From a field standpoint, um, they may not have as, you know, be in the grind with them, but in the locker room, you know, they're another guy in there, and, uh, you know, and that's where he was so important, man. He was just always in that locker room keeping people up. Uh, There's those days when you get down and, you know, everyone has those, and um, he'd always be cracking jokes and, and making light of things uh definitely during camp and uh you know how he is with his dry sense of humor mm-hmm. and it made you feel better about your situation and um like i said before he had a just that way of making fe- someone feel special in so short a time and um just being in the presence of someone like that is just so healthy Um, and and that's the impact that he left on the Spartans and I think he kind of epitomized exactly what Coach D was looking for you know Coach D always preached I'm not looking just for a football player I'm looking for a good man who is a football player and uh, I think Mike Sadler was everything um, that Coach D looked for It was kind of the the model recruit
2: Well he certainly was uh, Travis and uh, you're a good man yourself and uh, we certainly appreciate you coming on and I know uh, you know it's going to be a, a, a tough uh, tough time uh, saying goodbye and bringing closure, but I know that's going to be the start of the healing process when all you guys get together and and have some laughs uh, at Mike's memories and whatnot. So hang in there, buddy, and uh, thanks a lot, and uh, I love you as a brother, and uh, and thanks for coming on.
1: I love you too, Mitch. Thanks, Joe. You bet. Travis Jackson with us, the uh, former Michigan State football player, close friend of uh, Mike Sadler, joining us on the Metro Health Medicine guest line. Uh it's kind of interesting to hear the humorous story, you know part of it want to make you laugh, part of it want to make you cry, What kind of makes you want to cry with the with everything that uh, you see this young man so full of life
2: and all of a sudden that's just gone. Yeah and uh, you could hear it in Travis's voice I mean he's, Travis is a great kid too, I mean uh, his his parents I got to know real well uh, in his time there and just a solid kid, like you said Coach D, uh, you know, tries to get good men and good football players and those are two of the finest right there and uh you know, he, he spoke of, uh, I, I kind of forgot that uh, when he was talking about he and Mike doing uh, the interviews with Coach Simon, well, they mm-hmm. ended up doing a podcast themselves the last couple of years after that. That's what he was referencing there, <laughs> and uh, where they had their own little weekly show. Uh, and both pretty witty guys. So, um, But, yeah, with Travis getting married, I saw some of the pictures uh, from that day um, with the guys lined up and whatnot. So uh, it'll be tough uh, saying goodbye, but uh, like I said, hopefully it'll help um, these guys heal.
1: And we are hearing some healing stories, not only from the Michigan State Spartan family, but uh, we'll get some stories as well now from Forest Hills Northern. Joining us uh, is the principal of the Huskies, John Gregory, joining us on the Metro Health Medicine guest line. Joe Jason and for Bill Simonson. John, thanks so much for uh, stopping by and being able to share some time with us about Mike. Uh, Tell us about, uh, first of all, thank you. And secondly, uh, tell us about how your relationship started with with Mike Sadler. Well,
11: thanks for having me. I think very similar to a lot of the stories you've heard, just when Mike comes into a room, he lights up the room and you're drawn to him. It's not like he walks in and has an ego that he wants you to be there. It's just his charisma just draws you into him. So early on in his high school career, he's just somebody that starts talking to you and you build that relationship over time.
1: Tell us a little bit about um, uh – him as a football player, uh, obviously you know him as a punter, but uh, obviously to be that kind of a, an athlete and to to obviously punt at a high level in the Big Ten and for the Michigan State Spartans, what kind of an athlete was was he in school?
11: Well, he also he also played basketball, and um, he's just one of those kids who, who was driven. He was driven to do the very best that he could. He was the kind of kid who would be down there in the summer asking if he could be on the field to practice his punting or he'd be there after practice in the gym taking extra shots. Um, He just wanted to do what what he could do to help the team be a success.
2: John, uh, Mitch Lyons here. Um, maybe tell us a little bit about uh, Mike uh, in terms of coming back. I know I read an article, I, I think maybe it was you quoted, that say he'd come back the spring. Was that a regular occurrence for Mike coming back maybe in the summers or on, on school breaks and whatnot?
11: Absolutely. He would show up a couple times a year, whether it was just to stop in and say hello to office staff, teachers. Uh, he would go into our broadcasting room and be interviewed and helped the students in the broadcasting room work on their skills. I uh, stopped down and talked to coach Moffitt, the new football coach today and he said Mike was just there in the last couple of weeks working with some of the players this summer down on the field. So it was something where Mike was consistently stopping in and giving back to to the Huskies.
2: Yeah, well, I you know that's uh, being a former Husky myself. I uh... I'd always uh, share a little, you know, husky pride, uh, wink or a high, high five or fist bump with him, and uh, you know, I was glad to see him come on there when he when he came, and he certainly it certainly was a, a joy watching him, and uh, you know, uh, it's pretty fresh still. But uh, any thoughts on uh, maybe doing something uh, w- within the school uh, to honor Mike's uh, legacy?
11: Absolutely, we we've had some preliminary conversations about doing some different things, but. Really want to wait till we can have that conversation with the family as well to make sure we're honoring Mike in the right way and the way that they see fit as well, and so they can be a part of that.
2: Sure,
1: John. Tell us what goes through your mind a little bit. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, your head has to be spinning a little bit. First of all, you hear the news, Um, the television station, you know, wants you to come down and and be on TV. You're asked to be here on on the huge show and talk. uh what 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 races through your mind you want to remember some things you have some things you want to obviously honor Mike with some of the storytelling but uh it almost has to be like a fire drill
11: absolutely it's still that shock it's that God. I wish I'd just wake up and figure that it was a nightmare or find out it was a nightmare um you know I got that call yesterday and it was like this can't be it's mike Sadler he had so much in front of him yet and knowing mike he had so much to give that we're going to miss out on um you just you're going to miss seeing him show up with that smile on his face and either dressed all goofy like he would every once in a while in school or reading his twitter feed and just all those things it's not going to be there and that that hurts
1: and I'm sure, you know, we we talk about it in the athletic sense. Everyone's talking about him as a punter, but I'm sure that there are people in the Forest Hills Northern Husky family right now who are feeling this uh, a great loss on the academic side, too. A lot of teachers and a lot of people who are mentors of Mike who didn't have anything to do with sports and, and, are, and are feeling just as bad as everybody else at this point as well.
11: Yeah, absolutely. I think that you probably could not find a teacher that was in the building when Mike was there, even if they didn't have him as a student that didn't know Mike Sadler, again, just because of who he was and the type of person he was. And I've heard from several staff members already um, just who are hurting and you know want to know what they can do to help. And remember Mike and do something to honor his legacy that he left at Northern High School.
2: John, uh, one thing I've tried to, to do today is try to lighten it up a little bit with each each uh, person that uh, has come on, whether it's coaches or ex-teammates. Uh, you know, is his, his hijinks at MSU is uh, well well known, uh, but I, I, I'm sure it stemmed from some earlier hijinks at the high school level. Are, are there any uh, maybe over the last couple of days uh, stories that you remember? Uh, maybe that came up, just to, uh, just some of his humor, maybe that uh, or hijinks or uh, pranks or whatever that, that come to mind from his days at, at Forest Hills Northern?
11: Yeah, I, I think some of the things we were talking about even today in the building were when he would just show up with maybe one other buddy and they'd be dressed just something goofy. One, one time they showed up as lumberjacks and they were wearing daisy dukes <laughs> and uh, long wigs and um, flannel shirts. Another day they showed up and they were wearing skirts and dressed up like nursemaids. Um, Another student just reminded me today, and I don't recall this, but in fact he posted it on his Twitter feed, Mike was the kind of person that just got along with everybody and he's the only person he knew that could walk down the middle of the hallway dressed in just a Speedo and (laughs) gold medals around his neck looking like... Um, an Olympic swimmer and get away with it. Um, So that was Mike. I mean, you know, that was, of course, before all the social media. So he had to find his other ways to have that creative outlet go out there. But, again, always respectful and just a great, great guy
2: yeah well thanks for sharing uh, those memories that's uh, that's that's funny and uh, the Speedo thing I guess started earlier than I thought I know there were some uh, Speedo stories at MSU and I uh, shared earlier how we plastered uh, Pat Narduzzi's office with pictures of him in the Speedo uh, and not just pictures in the Speedo they were you know uh, punting form with his foot raised all the way up—things you don't want to see a, a guy doing in a speedo—and he he had them all over in our <laughs> office. <laughs> Just—it's uh, funny to hear that he even did it back at FHN. So, well, thanks a lot for coming on. I know it's a painful time for you, but we sure appreciate you sharing some of that and uh, just kind of helping us all heal by sharing together.
11: Well, thank you very much.
1: Thanks, John. John Gregory, Forest Hills Northern Principal, joining us on the Huge Radio Network, part of the Metro Health Medicine Guest Line, where all of our guests do appear. More to come, along with Mitch Lyon in studio. It's Joe Jason for Bill Simonson, as we continue with more on the life of Mike Sadler after this.
3: Michael Robert Sadler, with my honor...
4: Adler under pressure to bang one here. He'll take the snap at his 10-yard line. Oh, he'll run it. He runs to his right. He's at the 25 and the 30. He's still looking out at the 40-yard line. Out of bounds with a first down and change at the 49-yard line.
5: Somebody would ask me, you know, how much time I spent in the weight room this past offseason because I think the pipes are looking pretty good. Uh, I got some little worms just crawling around. in there. No, not really. Uh no, I, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have some fun questions to be asked to me, and you know, I, I like
4: to have fun on it. Mike Sadler with his fifth punt of the ball game. Riley McCarron deep for Iowa. Oh, it's a fake. Mike Sadler running to his right. He's got some green grass in front of him. He's into Iowa territory, and he's out of bounds across the way with a first down and then some, folks. Nico Law knocked him out of bounds. Mike Sadler continues to do great things for the Spartans.
6: Now that my career here is coming to a close, I've had a lot of time to kind of look back and reflect on everything that I've done. and I've been very fortunate in my time here at Michigan State to have lots of success, both as a team and as an individual. I think winning the 2014 Rose Bowl is probably the highlight of my time here, uh, something that hasn't been done in, in decades at Michigan State. Individually, I've also had a very good career. Um, I've been an All-American both on and off the field. And really, the academic awards mean more to me than anything, just because those are going to be with me for my whole life. We understand that our athletic careers are fleeting, and they're not going to last forever. But what we do in the classroom and what we we will learn while we're here is really going to be with us for a lifetime.
0: You're listening to the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the huge radio network. Help honor the legacy of Mike by visiting michaelsadlerfoundation.org. That's michaelsadlerfoundation.org.
1: Broadcasting live from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios, Joe Jason for Bill Simonson on the Huge Show. Become a fan of the Huge Show on Facebook by logging onto the Huge All of our guests appear courtesy of the Metro Health Medicine Guest Line, and we thank our guests earlier today: Drew Nitzel, former Michigan State University guard, joining us; Athletic Director Mark Hollis. Uh, From Michigan State and also head football coach Mark D'Antonio joining us today. Travis Jackson, the former Michigan State football player, close friend of Mike Sadler, joined us. And John Gregory, the Forest Hills Northern Principal, all joining us. The tragedy that affected the lives of many in West Michigan, especially across our flagship station at 107.3 FM WBBL as um, Mike Sadler, the former punter of Michigan State, uh, was killed in a tragic car accident. We've been honoring his memory with a lot of uh, humorous stories and people who knew him, including Donna from Celine, who now joins us on the Miller Lite Hotline to talk about one Mike Sadler. Donna, thanks for hold- hanging on there. We appreciate it. Welcome to the huge show. Thank you. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, your, uh, your relationship and uh, and how, how you knew Mike Sadler.
13: So, my son uh, is Tabor Pepper, and the long snapper at MSU the past four years.
7: Mm-hmm. But
13: the, the first three of those, uh, Mike was his punter. So, uh, not a lot of people always know much about the specialists, but the specialists are the punters, the kickers, and the long snappers. And just like any other position, they have their own team meetings and you know, position or position meetings. So it's pretty much, you know, those five, six, seven guys in a room together a lot of the time. Sure. Uh, so, you know, obviously those specialists have gotten to be really close. And um, then on the flip side of that, the parents, MSU parents travel well anyway, but the specialist parents tend to you know, stay in the hotels together and, you know, grab dinner together before or after a game and, and tailgate, um, you know, with all the other parents as well. So we've gotten to be good friends with his parents and, you know, see Mike. And even since he's graduated, he was at the bowl game this year and hung out with us uh, the night after the game and the night before the game. So, you know, it just they become a part of your family. You, you have your own son there, but you, you magically have 99 other sons also. <laughs>
1: Sure. Now, Taylor was uh, hes a little bit younger, right, than than Mike? Is that what it was?
13: Uh, Tabor is... He graduated a year behind Mike, but Mike had a redshirt season, I believe, and Tabor did not. So they're probably two years difference in age, um, but just uh, a year apart from graduating from school.
1: Donna, how did you find out the nose? Did Tabor hear first, or did you hear, or how did, no, how did that all happen? No. As
13: a matter of fact, um, I heard I was bringing my daughter home from a volleyball camp, and...
1: Oh, we have, we've lost her in some way here. Sorry about that. Uh, anyway, Donna, thanks so much. Uh, Donna Pepper on the phone with us, uh, talking about her son, Tabor Pepper, uh, who's just 22 years old and the long snapper for the Spartans. But we certainly appreciate uh, her call. Um, We've got Donna back on the phone right now. Can we go to her real quick? Donna, I'm glad you're with us. Thanks for, hey, thanks, for thanks for rejoining us. I was us.
13: sitting in the same spot, so I'm not sure how that happened. No, but anyway, it's... Um, our friends, uh, the wife is on staff at Mike's High School, and they've mm-hmm. gotten a staff um, text message, and they called uh, to give us their condolences, and we had not heard. Um, most of the boys had not heard yet, so it was quite a shock. I had to pull over on the side of the road and kind of digest it, you know, for a, for a few minutes. And uh, it's, it's just, it's stunning, obviously. I mean, you don't think about with, you know, these boys this age that, you know, that this could be the last time you see them or whatever. But sadly, they and their parents are, are learning that lesson the hard way. Um, so it's, you know, I, the last thing I said to my husband before bed was, I think... It's always sad when you lose someone you know, and someone young especially, but with Mike, he was just such a big personality that that is what leaves so much emptiness. And it's not, when I say a big personality, it's not like he was... The center of attention necessarily people wanted to be with him you know and to hear him and to hear the wit that you keep talking, hearing people talk about because it was wicked he had an amazing wit he was funny he always was smiling you know he just uh he was a funny guy
1: well, Donna, I know this hasn't been easy for you, but we certainly appreciate your time. Thanks so much for calling in and sharing you. your thoughts. Uh-huh. You bet. Uh, Donna Pepper with us, uh, who is the mother of Tabor Pepper, the long snapper for Michigan State and close friend, of course, with Mike Sadler. And we've been honoring his memory today with some humorous stories and obviously the, the gut-wrenching story that uh, all took us by surprise as uh, the former Michigan State player killed in a car accident, along with Nebraska's punter as well, and uh, another injured Punter uh, in that accident, but we wish well to all of the Sadler family and all those associated, not only with Michigan State football, but uh, the friends and families at Forest Hills Northern as well. We thank um, uh, let's see, Mitch Lyons for being in studio with us today, Drew Neitzel, the former Michigan State guard who knew him, uh, Coach Mark D'Antonio who joined us from the football team, Mark Hollis, the athletic director, and uh, Travis Jackson, the former MSU player, close friend of Mike's, and John Gregory, the Forest Hills Northern principal for joining us as well joe jason and for bill simonson today all across the state of michigan and we're celebrating the life of mike sadler right here on the huge radio network you're listening to the mike sadler tribute
0: show on the huge radio network help honor the legacy of mike by visiting michaelsadlerfoundation.org that's michaelsadlerfoundation.org we now
1: continue with the mike sadler tribute show on the huge radio network Joe Jason and for Bill Simonson right here on the Huge Radio Network. Thanks to all of our guests again, Drew Neitzel, Mark Hollis, the AD at MSU, head coach Mark D'Antonio, Travis Jackson, John Gregory from Forest Hills Northern, and all of you who have called in today uh, honoring the memory of Mike Sadler, who was tragically killed in a car accident. And uh, that has been the focus of our show today, and especially uh, the people who are hurting all across West Michigan, the Forest Hills Northern family as well. You know, over the years, uh, Mike Sadler has been a featured guest uh, with Bill uh, right here on the Huge Radio Network. And uh, because of that, the fine staff here has put together uh, some interesting clips that I'm sure you'll enjoy. So over the years, like we said, Mike has been a featured guest with Bill right here on the Huge Radio Network. So what we'd like to do is leave you today with uh, some special moments that Mike Sadler had with interactions with Bill. And uh, what it will show you is Mike's true love, for Michigan State football,
14: Mike Sadler, he's joining us live here on the huge show uh, across Michigan. Mike, you were part of Mark Dantonio and the Spartan football program and their rise. You you sat there, you played with that football team, you watched it all come together. Uh, what was the biggest thing that happened while you were there that really set up the Spartan football program uh, to reach new heights?
15: Well, you know, I don't I don't think that it was one particular event. I think it was the the culmination of having all the right people in the right places at the right time. Uh, That goes back to to Mark Hollis getting Mark D'Antonio to come to Michigan State. Back when I committed in 2009, this was a program that that still really wasn't on its feet. They weren't at the point where they were selling results. They were selling a vision. They were selling hope. But I felt confident in those coaches that that they were going to take us to where they said they were going to. And when I came out of high school, I had offers to, to go to programs that were already established, uh, LSU, Alabama, to name a couple. But uh, the people at MSU really sold me on everything, um, and I think a lot of people would say the same thing. So uh, having the right people in place and doing things the right way, going about everything with, with dignity and class, uh, it, it brings results. It brings results, and it's not something that happens overnight. It takes time, but you can see that the uh, the results speak for themselves now.
14: You know, Mike, you talked about turning down bigger, established programs at the time back in 2009 when you were coming out of Grand Rapids, Four Hills, Northern. Is it all about trusting a coach? Uh, how much did your parents have a say in it? Is it you by yourself when the coaches are recruiting you, even though bigger established schools were doing it? What really was the selling point that made you say yes to Michigan State?
15: Well, it was just the right the right fit overall for me. Um, I obviously valued my parents' input and everything, but they told me that it was my decision and I had to do what was right for me. Um, at Michigan State, I just got the uh, the vibe that it would be a good match for me both athletically and academically. And that was a big thing for me coming out of high school. I wanted somewhere that I could redshirt to have that extra year, uh, not only to prepare on the field, but also to get one more year's worth of education under my belt. They, they just sold me on Michigan State. The, uh, the, the athletic coaches, obviously, and the uh, academic faculty did a great job of setting up a plan for me that, We executed, and, uh, you know, I'm really glad I went there. I have no regrets.
14: Mike Sadler, he is joining us in studio, former Spartan punter. And, you know, there's a lot of things when you – the backstory to talking about where Michigan State football is at today, Mike. You can look at that Alabama game. You can talk about the Minnesota game they had to win. You can look at when they're getting booed off the field and they didn't have a quarterback and then they have a running back and there's Langford, there's Cook. Look what happened. You know, all these things that – almost look like they're scripted out but they're real and, and and I guess the common thread is that these teams stayed together they always stayed together and that, that that's It started happening off the field before it happened
6: on the field. So many people see the product, but not the process. And this turnaround started as soon as Coach D'Antonio got to campus. And just recruiting some of those guys uh, in in his first couple of recruiting classes, whether it's Kirk Cousins or uh, other guys that just had exemplary leadership, good character, it it started with them. And and that was really the foundation of our program
14: moving forward. Yeah, and you talk about the -the off-the-field process. When, when did that start? When when you arrived on campus and you could feel the change happening, you, you could not on the field. I'm not talking about wins and losses. I'm talking off the field.
6: Well, it, it, it was something that started before I even got there. To be honest, uh, I think D'Antonio came in 2007, 2008. Um, I came in in 2010. So uh, it, it was something that that just seemed natural to me. Uh, there was nothing drastic from. At The time I I got there to the time I left, there were some small changes along the way that uh, you notice in retrospect. But um, I think that that started as soon as he got there, as soon as he got to campus, Mark D'Antonio. Just recruiting the players he did, going about his business uh, in the way that he did was special. Um, Again, it's not one person, it's not one moment. Uh, The only thing that that you can point to is Mark D'Antonio's leadership.
14: Yeah, and then you get the guys, and then you get your your classes start getting older. They mature as players on the field, off the field, and it becomes that process that you're talking about. Yeah,
6: yeah. You know, it's we talk about that all the time. You need to love the process, and you need to love hard work. The first time that I ever met Ken Manny, uh, he didn't ask me anything about football. Didn't ask about my grades, fortunately. He, asked, he looked me right in the eye and said, do you love hard work? Uh, okay, kind of a weird question. Especially and you're a punter, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to show up. I'm, you know, I'm going to do some bicep curls and, and be on my way. Not a chance. Not a chance at Michigan State. So uh, they do a really good job of of making you love hard work and beating out any entitlement that that players have entering. And there's not a lot to begin with. They make sure to weed the, the entitled people out during the recruiting process. But I think that's another thing that you can point to is just the, the humility. Um, there, there's never been a lack of confidence in these teams, but um, they're always incredibly humble. I, I remember my, my freshman year at camp, Harlan Barnett, now the co-defensive coordinator, told everybody to uh, be humble or be humbled. And, and that's something that just kept popping up throughout the, the course of my five years there. And learning how to handle uh, success was probably more important than learning how to handle failure. And to be able to go through games, to win a lot of football games, I I don't know how many football games I I started in and and won, but it it was a lot of them. But just to be able to to stay humble throughout the whole process and to stay hungry and always want to be one step better tomorrow than you are today uh, really kept a lot of people um, going.
14: When you look back... And Mike Sadler, former Michigan State punter, joining us in studio talking Michigan State football. When you look back on the process, what do you really appreciate that you didn't appreciate as much when you were there playing for Michigan State and D'Antonio?
6: Well, this is going to be like the worst cliche that you've ever had on the show, but I, I didn't stop and smell the roses throughout my, my time at Michigan State. I was so.
14: Even at the Rose Bowl?
6: Uh, maybe a little <laughs> bit of an exception there, but, uh, it, it, you know, the, the one piece of advice that I, I give to any player right now is to enjoy every everything there. Um, I was always so wrapped up in, in school or, or trying to be a better football player. So
14: intense, maybe too intense. It's self imposed too intense, y- right?
6: Yeah, it is. It, it is. And, uh, you know, it, it's tough to be happy when you 're always trying to get better, certainly you need to find a balance of appreciating where you 're at but never being satisfied. When you look back on it though there there was no reason not to enjoy every second. We have a great fan base that that that's there every Saturday cheering you on. They travel well. Um, they're going to do everything they can for you. They have great leadership, whether it's President Simon, Mark Hollis, uh, Tom Mezzo, you name it. There, there's just so many reasons to be grateful. And it's hard to notice until you actually reflect back on that time. So I, I was a little bit too absorbed. So I think that would probably be my biggest regret looking back in the last five years. And you're a punter that was too absorbed.
14: I was. And nothing against was. punters being too absorbed, right. but he just wanted to be the best you know, class on the field, off the field, and, again, you're young, too. You're growing. It's not just football. I mean, you're, when you arrived, what were you, 17, 18, probably, right? Yeah, 18 years old. 18 years old,
6: but at least at Michigan State, you never see people that are satisfied with just being good at football. Everybody always has a, a story, um, something else that they, they want to be good at. We're never satisfied with, with being only football players. So we strive for excellence in all all areas of our lives, and you know, certainly some people achieve that um, more so than others do. But um, it, it's not just me as a punter; it's not just Connor Cook as a quarterback, Kirk Cousins as a quarterback, or you know, his faith. Whatever it is, everybody wants to do a little bit better than uh, what they're currently doing in, in any endeavor.
14: You know, a lot of times when we're done with a, uh, a school, a coach, maybe sometimes even in, in a workplace, we we appreciate the people who got at us more when we're done or away from them, or there's a change. When you look back, do you appreciate Mark D'Antonio more for what he did for you? now than you did when you were playing oh absolutely and it,
6: it's not just limited to Mark Antonio it's it's Ken Manny especially he's one of those people that strike
14: where, the conditioning guys getting oh a lot my, of yeah, air time there Michael yeah you
6: know I'll probably get a text from him and uh you know we'll probably I don't, it, I don't it, like even come know what
14: stairs like. or something at the yeah. stadium you know I, I would probably do it too
6: because I'm still I'm still terrified uh, but <laughs> you know not just Mark Antonio not just Ken Manny but Mark Hollis he did a lot for me all the athletic support staff that was there there were a whole lot of of people that went out of their way to make sure that I could be in this position today. And I'm very grateful for that. And it's one of those things again where you're so just tied up in the day-to-day just waking up early for that workout getting a class on time, going to practice. And it's Uh, over, right? Yeah, it's over just like that. And I think that was probably the most difficult part of the last time we played Alabama uh, in the Capital One Bowl is as soon as that clock hit zero um, for the bowl game the seniors are done. They're they're gone. You know, there, there's no more involvement in the program. You fly back in the team charter, and then you know, it's just it, go your own way. And a lot of people um, from other schools have struggled with that. I, I know a lot of people dislike having going from so much structure to nothing just overnight. But the coaching staff does a great job at Michigan State of of still staying involved in your life, uh, whether that's just giving you a call once a week just to check in what's going on. Uh, I get a text from the the football um, operations guys, the 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 minions, if you will, behind the whole thing, saying, "Hey, Coach D, wants to know what you're doing with your life right now. How's everything going?" And that kind of stuff just means the world to you to to know that. Uh, this guy's here making a lot of money to win football games, but he's still going out of his way to make sure that you're doing well as a person. So um, th- to answer your question, yes, I, I, I loved everything about it. Um, I do appreciate those guys more now that I'm done, now that I can see them more as friends, not coaches. I, I think that has a, a big thing to do with it. So, uh, yeah, they've had a big impact on my life.
3: Michael Robert Sadler, with high honor...
4: Sadler under pressure to bang one here. He'll take the snap at his 10-yard line. Oh, he'll run it. He runs to his right. He's at the 25 and the 30. He's still looking out at the 40-yard line. Out of bounds with a first down and change at the 49-yard line.
5: Somebody would ask me, you know, how much time I spent in the weight room this past offseason because I think the pipes are looking pretty good. Uh, I got some little worms just crawling around. in the- No, not really. Uh now. I, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have some fun questions to be asked to me you know, in. I like to have fun on
4: Mike Sadler with his fifth punt of the ball game. Riley McCarron deep for Iowa. Oh, it's a fake. Mike Sadler running to his right. He's got some green grass in front of him. He's into Iowa territory and he's out of bounds across the way with a first down and then some folks. Nico Law knocked him out of bounds. Mike Sadler continues to do great things for the Spartans.
5: Now that
6: my career here is coming to a close, I've had a lot of time to kind of look back and reflect on everything that I've done. and I've been very fortunate in my time here at Michigan State to have lots of success, both as a team and as an individual. I think winning the 2014 Rose Bowl is probably the highlight of my time here, uh, something that hasn't been done in, in decades at Michigan State. Individually I've also had a very good career. Um, I've been an All-American both on and off the field. And really the academic awards mean more to me than anything, just because those are going to be with me for my whole life. We understand that our athletic careers are fleeting and they're not going to uh, last forever, but what we do in the classroom and what we, we will learn while we're here is really going to be with us for a lifetime.
0: listening to the Mike Sadler Tribute Show on the Huge Radio Network. Help honor the legacy of Mike by visiting michaelsadlerfoundation.org.
4: That's michaelsadlerfoundation.org.